So, we're, welcome to meeting three, everybody. We'll just run through apologies for absence. Oh, sorry, it's Caroline Ashley. Okay. And declarations of interest. We have none from anybody around the table. So, um, item number 44, minutes of meeting two, to approve and sign the true record. I move. is an opportunity for the public to speak. We have a few speakers this evening. Uh, the first person is um, Jill Baxter from Frodham History Society. Right. Would you like to the microphone will pick you up? Yeah. The microphone will pick you up. Right. Um, I took over uh, in May from the current archivist the District History Society. Uh, which is a sort of voluntary position. I have no background in archives apart from the fact that I've worked in libraries for years and years and years, so I know a lot about sort of local history and that type of thing. But uh, the main thing is the accommodation that we have here. So, Frodgerman District History Society, for nobody, anybody who doesn't know, uh, is housed up here at the top of Castle Park House, and access to the room is quite difficult. Um, there's no temperature or humidity controls, which isn't very good for archives, particularly photographs, things like that. The room is very small, packed with a variety of items which have been donated by the residents of Frodham over the years, with the understanding that they'll be kept and preserved for the future. So if we continue to accept donations, and we do want to do that, obviously people are going to be giving us things, hopefully for a very long time. Um, we're going to have to be more selective in what we accept at present because of the limits on the storage space. So it is very difficult with archives to decide what is really important and what isn't because what looks like sort of nothing, just a piece of paper with you know somebody's memories on or whatever, might not seem to be very important at the moment, but in years to come it's very difficult to tell what that might be that one piece of paper that somebody's looking for. So um, uh, that's the, the reason why we want to try and accept as much as we possibly can from anybody really, you know, members of, of Frodham and surrounding areas are giving us things that, you know, they want us to keep. Um, an example in point was recently we had the Worshipful Order of Foresters, um, a, a, a person whose mother had been the treasurer for years and years and years came to give us some ledgers and they filmed four carrier bags and Amy wouldn't have had the space for all those anyway so we had to pick and choose very carefully what we kept. So we kept a couple of things but we couldn't keep everything. So if we had a larger room here in Castle Park House we would be able to update, expand and improve our storage and work area because at the moment there's not really very much space to work. And then the experience for visitors who are wishing to access the archive would be so much better. And it might encourage people to spend more time, you know, in the archive having a look, even if they just wanted to come and have a look at what we've got. Um, that would be great. So if we did get a bigger room, it depends 
what the cost of that would be, which at the moment we, we don't really know because we've not investigated very far. Um, but we'd want to be assured anyway that it was a long-term commitment from Cheshire West and from the Town Council if you were supporting us in that in any way. Um, we have a long-term aim to include to have an occasional, uh, what we would call a guided access open event um, during the, the Heritage Days, you know the Heritage Open, day, Heritage oh, yeah. open Days that people run. Next year there will be over two weekends and the intervening week um, as well. So there's plenty of opportunity when Castle Park is open to actually show people around and either that, you know, local people might want to come and help out with that and people from the History Society may want to help. So that's next September anyway. So the other thing is a possibility that the Society may um, apply to the Marshes Community Benefit Fund. Uh, to fund a project to digitise a lot of the archive because that's the way people look at things nowadays online, they want to look at it online and our website is quite limited at the moment um, and we'd like to get more things on there. We've got a few photographs and things but we'd actually like to get documents on there so that people if they're searching for things they can actually see the document they want and if they really want to see the original they can come and see the original or there may be an option to put that into storage somewhere else, maybe. I mean, the society are quite resistant to the Frodham archive actually going to Cheshire Record Office because then that becomes their property and they decide what to do with it. And we like, I think we want to keep control a little bit of, of, of the resources ourselves. So for that bid, if we do bid next year maybe, or even the year after, I know they do two bids a year, um, we'd be looking for match funding from Cheshire West and possibly the Town Council as well. But again, that's how long's a piece of string. Till we get it costed out, we wouldn't know how much that would be. So that's really all I've got to say. Yeah, Chair. <laughs> um, I'm Councillor Frank Pennington. Um, why I fetched this on the agenda, um, I think there's important things mm -hmm. that Frodham uh, should keep. Um, it's from the mar market time, historical market. There's plenty of records there. Um, when I finish with the council, I've probably got the same for you. Concerning, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> which, I, which I begged and borrowed over the years, yeah, well, and people have passed away about, and yeah. left them to me. Yeah. And um, I was thinking on on the on the way forward would. Um, I'm not saying any decision tonight, and I don't expect it, um, it to go to another committee, higher up, either to the PMP, Chair, uh, or something like that. Um, is to look at uh, this many way we can look at things such as H and L. We have all our secret documents there, and held in trust for the public and we let them come out once a year for them to peruse through. And I think we should be looking towards that line. As I see it, and why I've said it, is that um, this place, um, I'm sorry, uh, under West Cheshire, it's very uncertain. It is for us, never mind anybody else. Although it was left to us an outlying district. And uh, I think uh, this council, could show 
some mercy towards this and funding at the same time don't let's be left out because it's records that once they go to Cheshire or Chester they they would not look at it they could do anything they like and I, I'm hoping that councillors come together on this one mm. and um, stick together and, and save them. Yeah, uh, for the tape by Alan Alton, councillor for Castle Ward. Um, fully agree with Frank. I think it's vitally important that we retain our heritage. Um, I've seen examples where management and, you know, uh, big companies, and it's the same with councils, concentrate far too much on just what's happening today and the past gets lost and I think it's vitally important for the generations to come that we preserve it and Frodium's got such a rich history you know so I'd certainly support that and I think the way to go is to digitize things so that people can get access to them easily and then look you know again as Frank says I, I, I wouldn't sort of want things to stay here really because this place it's really uncertain what's happening, um, yeah. but also you've mentioned things like temperature, humidity. Yeah. I mean, getting somewhere like secure storage, you, you know, there's lots of places now where humidity and things yeah. like that is not a problem, you know. I think that's the, definitely the way the, to yeah, go. Yeah, the History Society, though, they, they were quite adamant that they think it should still be here. Mm. When we had a committee meeting last week, uh, or the week before, they, they said, oh, well, we think it should stay in Castle Park and it was given to Frodgham. Mm, mm. Fair enough, but, you know... Um, well, I mean, we're suffering a similar thing. I mean, lots of people think, you know, the town, this is the place where the town council should be. That's right. You know, but yeah. the world turns and we may just yeah. not have to accept that that's not going to be the case for much longer, you know. And I think it's a, it's really good forward planning that you're thinking about mm. things now. Yeah, we've got to have plan B. Mm. Mm. Judith? Uh, Councillor Judith Critchley. Um, I fully support everything that you're saying. Um, the problem with Castle Park is Cheshire West manage it, basically. Yes. And all they want to do is mm. to make enough money to maintain yes. it. Yeah. So the community gets no benefit from it. They're just maintaining the building for us. Um, and we'll have even less access when the, the new tenant takes over downstairs. Mm. I was very much in favour when we were offered the um, new office building in the station car park. I wanted the town council to move into the ground floor there. And my long-term aspiration was to turn the top floor over to the History Society mm. for storage mm. and for your um, exhibitions and what have you. Mm. But Frodham Town Council didn't want to go down that route. They thought it was far too expensive an option for us to have an office, but I was seeing that as something for the whole community. So mm. you've got my support 100% in whichever way you want to take it forward. Mm. Yeah, not contradicting Judith there, but there was lots of other reasons why we never went there. One was because the owner of that wanted us to become the landlord for the whole building and sublet it, which was something that our staff have got enough to do at the moment without becoming landlords uh, so there was a little bit more to it than that i just like that made on record actually it, it wasn't that we were just all against I accept it that the, the owner didn't want to have no. uh, more than one lease on it but my sort of hope was that it, it <coughs> could take responsibility for the whole building yeah. and make that upstairs space community space can i, can I ask a final question chair 
Um, at the moment, then, where does your funding come from? Purely from volunteers? It's, and it's purely, really, from um, membership. Yeah. And, um, you know, we charge £1.50 for every month for a meet. You know, we, come, we have a meeting mm. every month. So the funding mostly comes from that, really. Um, there's the remnants of a heritage lottery grant, which they got a while ago. Um, but we've got a fairly healthy bank balance, but it soon disappears. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's yeah. not, you know, it's in the few thousands, not in the hundreds of thousands, obviously. But um, obviously, if you were paying rent somewhere, it would mm. very, very quickly go. Um, uh, and for, for the Marshes Benefit Fund, you yeah. can't use... Uh, are you a charity? Do you have I charity have, status? Do you? Because that, that may be the way to go, wouldn't it? If you could get charity status, that might open the gates yeah, to I've some not more seen grants. It on anything, but yeah, I mean, as I say, I've only been doing the job mm. since May, so I'm still learning uh, at the moment. But um, yeah, I don't know. You may be a did, sorry, did you have you spoken to Cheshire West or not yet? I know no. I know our secretary was going to speak to Lynn Riley, who was very keen, okay, yes, and, and yes. Andrew Dawson were very keen on archives and his, yeah. the history of Frodham and stuff. But it just depends where that goes, really. Yeah, because they're currently Andrew's in charge of the trust here, and last week they had their own friends of Castle Park, right. so it might be yeah. a case where what you have a committee member who you know, joins and yes, you have your yeah. say in the future and how this is dictated. Yeah. There may be sense. somebody already, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's mentioned that. They've, they've mentioned, you know, speaking to the archives at Chester to see, yeah. to give us some advice on storage as it is at the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, archival material, materials for storage and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And also Lynn and, and uh, yeah. Andrew Dawson. Yeah. Um, well, I'd certainly speak to them, they'd guide you in the right what, way. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're sort of in the process of
So, um, I would just like to thank you all for giving us 12 months to enhance our Green Gates community project. The community really appreciate it. We are preparing a professional case at the moment, and to achieve this, we need to have access to the Green Gates plot for a survey to be done. This would give us a realistic idea of what can be achieved, and we would also like to ensure that the appearance of this area is improved. It's given a duty of care the community want. They don't want it neglected. They want to see this plot of land maintained until the process of our plans are put in place. This community wants to feel they are counted and they are listened to. This park is living history and we're trying to preserve that. And the feedback so far has shown that the community has a lot of nostalgia with this park in particular. And that's part of the reason, the driving force for the support that we're getting at the moment. As we've got 160 members so far on Facebook alone, and we haven't really advertised it properly on um, anything else yet. Uh, you've done this so far, we've given us... So... So you've done this so far, we've given us 12 months to project our plans. You've done this by placing us on the agenda and hopefully you will do this by cutting the grass, giving the community a sense of pride in which they live in, because that's what they really want. And if you can't do that, at least let us have the gardener to do it for, for them. And that's it, thanks. Okay, thank you very much indeed. And we will also discuss this item later on, item um, number 48. Um, Which one, number 48? Yeah, 48. Right. Um, we've now got uh, Mr. Phil Dean um, from the London Road Allotments. Good evening, councillors. Good evening. I trust you've all had a lovely summer and your vitamin D levels are sky high uh, from the, all the sunshine. Unfortunately, all the dry weather hasn't, uh, wasn't appreciated by everyone, particularly those with allotments on London Road. The lack of water has hit hard this summer. All the water, all the water butts were empty a few weeks into the dry spell. Uh, some tried carrying water without much success, others just gave up, saying there's always next year. I started to look at ways to increase the quantity of water that could be collected and stored on the site. At present, water from the shed roof is collected in a series of seven water pots. Uh, I estimate the total capacity is approximately 1,200 litres. After some measuring, I concluded that the seven butts could be replaced with four IBCs, each having capacity, a capacity of 1,000 litres. Uh, just in case anybody doesn't actually know what I'm talking about. As the installation of the ICBs will benefit allotment holders for years to come, uh, I would like to request the council to put up the money to purchase the IBCs 
flags and fat for the foundations and the pipework to connect them to the roof gutter. The allotment holders will provide the labour free of charge to actually do the work. Uh, I believe you've all got an estimate, uh, a cost estimate, which I've already done, um, which is for £717, 37 feet, plus VAT. So really, thanks for listening for, to me. And if you've got any questions, I'll try and answer them. I've got a couple of other little pictures if you just want to see what I'm, I'm proposing. So that's uh, the four I, IBCs that we can fit in. And that's the other one. There it is. So basically, that's the main shed. At the moment, this side feeds into full water books, which are fine. No intentions of touching those at all. The other one is to get rid of this arrangement of water books, which you can see there. And at the moment, the second one of those has fallen over. So it's only actually feeding the first two books. So we're going to have to do something with them. Um, they're all full of green... Yeah. Um, algae. Algae, yeah. Uh, so basically that's what we want to do and replace those with the water books. Uh, with the IBCs and the old uh, sort of fourfold the amount of water. I'm not sure it would have got us completely through this summer, but it definitely would have helped. Those books were empty very early on in the summer. Can I just ask it? How are you actually going to get them in there? Are they going to be easily moved? Look at the pretty picture. Yeah, they're quite big though, aren't they? Yeah, they're quite big. They're basically a metre by 1200 by a metre, just over a metre high. But they come to pieces a little bit. You can take out the top straps and then you can take the plastic liner out. You can then remove it from the plastic pallet at the bottom. What we're left with then is this metal cage that will have to go over the top of the gate. Mm. Right. I don't really see that as a problem. No. I've got two. Yeah, they're designed to get into difficult places by nature, aren't they? Yeah. Well, are we going to keep on with this now, or are we going to leave it to? We'll discuss it later. I don't want to be rude and sort of no, try and alter the agenda. Yeah, we'll come back to it on. Unless you've got any specific questions now, Alan? Um, not really. It was just the cost, really. I mean, you, you, you're saying new. Uh, have, have you sourced, are new to you, or have you sourced second-hand ones of these? I know that there is a company on um, Weaver Park, isn't there, that actually sell these? Yeah, I went and had a look around Weaver Park. I didn't meet the guy, but um, I wouldn't want to be putting water on my allotment. That's coming right, and they're all contaminated. <clears throat> I think to talk a little bit further, I did actually price second-hand yeah. IBCs. I couldn't find any local, but um, the people who wanted to supply them were great. It was £66, but they wanted £49 each to deliver them to Froger. The mm. ones here that I've quoted here are from Dormex, just over the swing bridge. Mm. They do not touch anything second-hand because of the business. Yeah. Um, and he will supply 
uh, brand new ones at £135. And because he's so close, he said there wouldn't be a liability charge. So that's, it was £20 yeah. more to get brand new than second hand. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. thought that was a no-brainer. Really. No, it's good business sense to go for new, isn't it? I think, Chair, uh, looking back now, um, there was two, um, there was two, there's the bungalow and where the surgery used to be. Um, we had uh, conversations three years ago and we were going to uh, have a clock put in, if you remember, um, into these lotments. And um, lo and behold, the people who owned the two buildings uh, moved out. Um, I think, I'm not against it, um, because water is essential for that area. But I think we should try again and approach these two new owners. We're not allowed to do that, Frank. We would have to go into a water main to get the water. Yes, and, that, and that's but what that's it on, is. That's on the main road. It's on yeah. the main road. I've been in touch with the United Utilities about it. And they said the nearest main is on, on the main road, which would mean going quite a lot of pipe work down to the main road. I don't know how you get down the steps, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. But that's mm. what we'd have to do to be able to get water piped to there. I mean, that would be the idea, no, no doubt about it. But uh, this is a here and now, we could do this um, for not what I could do. It's not a lot of money, I'm sorry, that's been. Um, and, and we could have these in before. before. How many years do you think that these would last for? Um, can I say a long time? Uh, the, the, the framework is all galvanised, the bottom is plastic, the liner itself can be replaced. At the moment the, the cost of replacement is about £40. Okay. So it, it's something that could be used for years to come. Yes, and, yes. Okay. and obviously we're looking at proper foundations in. Yes. Um, which would raise the taps up through and off the floor yeah. so we can get washing cans underneath them and everything. Yeah, sure. from the um, Kingsway lot holders. We had a meeting the other week and said, I said, I'll, I'll come to the council with this. Um, I've raised three issues. Um, the first is, and you may have noticed the ones that came on the, on the <coughs> inspection, um, the path that runs through the allotment that all plot holders have to get to, mm -hmm. to their plot is, is, it's up a hill here, it's a, wobbly, it's a fairly wobbly thing here, and to be honest, it's a little dangerous. No, it's not. It's, Occasionally quite dangerous because it's slippy and it's uneven. And people do carry water around here, which is quite heavy because we haven't got water on this side. Mm -hmm. And it would be really great if this was properly levelled and put into a condition where you could have sufficient width to get a proper wheelbarrow with a couple of a few water on top. I did try a couple of years back to get a quote from. It's Cheshire Ground Maintenance or something. Yes, they, they never came out. 
and, and in the end, I think it's too busy for me. So I, I, my plea tonight is, is if, if, if a counterfeit instructor contractor to come out and give us, give us a quote for that, mm -hmm. we can then go to, we can then look for grant money from people because we're, you know, we're quite happy to do that. I've drafted a grant, but you do need a proper, you know, yeah. a proper QS job to actually sort of say, this is what we need and this is, this is the cost of it. So that's what I was after on the first part. Um, the second one is, what? A bit of a personal plea this one. Just some of the other plot holders. The ones around the perimeter, um, the, the, the hedge that separates us from church fields, is massively high when your students are inside the pot. Um, and keen as you are to climb up there and do this, that, and the other, you know, especially as you get old a bit. Um, <laughs> if, 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 if you could do it, if it's something could come and do a good job trimming that nice and straight, and, and also do it when we're here, because the last time cuttings went everywhere. So you're busy gardening in Hawthorne cuttings. But anyway. That, that was the second issue, and, and the third one was, and this, I know this is a Cheshire West footpath, the one that runs alongside, up to, up, up to, church, up to St Lawrence's. Um, as you come down those steps now at night, to come to the top if you're coming down from the Ring Bells direction, um, when you get to those steps, it's totally pitch black. The street light is totally obscured by the house uh, next door, and it's not a nice, it's not, it's, I was under the other week, not particularly easy. It was just a bit spooky, really. And similarly, all the way down, people, and, and you, there's a continuous flow of people, and it, it, gets, it gets overgrown, it gets overhung, mm -hmm. and you think, if only I had something, I'd just go along and do that. I wouldn't give a monkey's about the people who own the place. Um, you know, just fetch it up, you know, but, but that's, that's me being, you know, possibly a bit thoughtless. So, so it was really that footpath, <coughs> that hedge. Yeah. If, that, if that could be a pe yeah. Peter, it must be two years ago now, if you recall. We, we, we had a job to actually do that as a project. Yeah. And I, if you recall, I offered to loan the machinery yeah. to do it. Yeah. But we were concerned because, again, it's another thing, it's, it's a bugbear with mine, is about making people maintain their boundaries. Yeah. And although that footpath is, Cheshire West are basically only responsible for the surface of that path. It's the landowners either side of it that are responsible for the drains. So, you know, it's all right saying yeah, we'll exactly. cut branches I, I off. But just being just in, in, in law, we've then got to offer those branches back to those landowners. Yeah. You, you know, as, as ridiculous as that seems. Yes. You know. Yeah. So I, I think the way forward there is to approach the landowner. Yeah. And see whether they'd be willing to allow us to cut it back. And I, I. The same deal there, I'd, I'd lend you the gear to do it with, yeah. you know, if you want to do it as a self-help project. Yeah. The one, the edge the uh, is our responsibility, both sides and on top, whether you're No, you're wrong, it's not ours, both sides. The church no, fields. No, I'm talking about the fields, yeah. The church fields and oh, yeah. the allotment one, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that that is our edge. Yeah. 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 But it's where our that edge down footpath along front of the allotments, that is that private House opposite, isn't it? That's yeah. There's one at uh, the first one um, belongs to Mrs. Rogers, mm. and the top one is uh, Dr. Bruce. Yeah. I can't say the names. Thanks. No. Right. Yeah, yeah, I've actually knows. contacted Cheshire West when I've got your email. Yeah. 
and made them aware of the issues with that footpath. So, because um, there was an issue with the steps as well and the handrail, wasn't there? Yeah. That I mean, had been it, broken. Yes, um, so, it would be a lot better. Yeah, so yeah. I've raised that again with, uh, with yeah. the footpath okay. officer. Definitely okay. So I'll, I'll feedback yeah. you when I get a response yeah. back on that. Yeah, at the moment, Cheshire West will only really come in on, on a health and safety I did raise ticket. it. Yeah, you raise it as a health and safety ticket. Yeah, I mean, that's my concern. I came back from the. I was coming back from the pub, but you know, yeah. I, 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 I only had one pint. But, but you, you, you suddenly go into it's yeah. pitch yeah. black there, yeah. Uh, yeah. and there's no, and, and um, that's not right. No. Yeah. Anyway, that was me. Thank you very much. Okay. So um, we now have. Um, a presentation from Mersey Weaver Scouts from the District Commissioner and the Chair of the Mersey Weaver Scouts. So, I wonder if you would you like to go to the two points at the end? Would that be okay? Yeah. It'd be easier. And again, is there someone who's You said we would have projectors. Oh, I haven't brought it, sorry. It's not just work? No. Okay, no, good. Sorry. No worries. We can, I can circulate the presentation afterwards. I forgot all about it. Okay, that's all right. Um, still going to use the slides just to jog my own memory. Yeah, that's fine. And then I will circulate it round to everybody. Um, yeah, so Jeff and I are from Mersey Weaver Scouts. Uh, so we represent um, scouting that stretches as far north as uh, Widnes down to uh, Delamere and Norley in the south from Insonelton in the west to more in the east uh, and we have about um, that uh, in Merseyweaver itself we have about 1200 young people uh, and a further 420 adult volunteers um, specifically in Frodsham we have two group two scout groups third Frodsham and fourth uh, Frodsham uh, and an explorer unit which we are directly responsible uh, for the provision of um, and that sort of encompasses about 176 young people who participate in scouting in Frodsham, uh, supported by uh, 30 adult leaders, uh, plus a, a whole periphery of, uh, of adults um, that support those sections in different ways as well. Um, in the district itself, we have over 200 young people of age wanting to join scouting, but um, disproportionately, 25% of these people are all from, from Frodsham. So significant demand in Frodsham for scouting. Um, and um, basically, the, the reason is um, that I think we think that young people want to do, actively engage in scouting in Frodsham is because it uh, supports them in their personal development uh, and empowers them to make a contribution to society. And it's something particularly, um, well, it's something that the scouts in Frodsham do particularly well. Um, some of the sort of benefits that um, scouting gives young people are their character skills like resilience, uh, initiative, independence and tenacity uh, and especially things like employability skills like um, leadership, teamwork and problem solving uh, but we also cover lots of practical skills like coding, cooking, first aid um, and all sorts of different things that um, provide young people with skills for life. Um, and in, in times that we live in, um, where schools uh, do not necessarily have the funding to do this, we feel, feel that we fill an important gap that parents and young people want to participate in uh, quite a lot. Um, 
We have just launched a new strategy and a new brand. Um, it's called Vision 2023. Uh, and by 2023, we, we aim to have prepared more young people with Skins for Life uh, by supporting uh, amazing leaders and adults delivering an inspiring program of activities. Um, we intend to grow, be more inclusive, uh, and importantly, shaped, our organisation is shaped by young people um, and that we will have bigger impact in our communities as well. And we, um, nationally, we aim to have um, 50,000 more young people, 5,000 more young, uh, 50,000 more young people, 5,000 more young leaders, and 10,000 more frontline volunteers. Um, that translates locally um, to quite a significant growth in this district. Um, where we want to specifically, um, at least in one of our groups, double the size of the group in terms of its leadership and adults, uh, and fill the second, um, and a project with our Explore unit, which Jeff and I will talk about a bit later on. Um, just to put in perspective, um, for those that maybe aren't aware of what's um, a bit about sort of scouting nationally, and how it sort of fits in with, with things in this society now, is that we currently stand the largest that we've ever been. We have 500,000 members nationally, uh, which is uh, double the, 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 um, what it was and what many people consider its heyday. Um, but we are now bigger than we've ever been. Um, and our demographic um, reflects society. Um, and we are <coughs> moving into lots of different areas of uh, deprivation and we've grown significantly since 2013, and we now have over 102,000 girls um, in the movement as well, which is a lot of sort of people perceive scouting as a, as a male-dominated or a male-only movement. Uh, in fact, since the 90s, we've been a, a, a co-educational uh, group, uh, and scouting in, in specifically Frodsham um, reflects, um, is actually a in one group, it's about 50-50, the split, and the other is about 40-60. So we're very diverse in Frodsham as well, which is great in terms of gender. And, the, and we have um, a huge impact on our community. Um, so one of the things nationally that we want to do is that um, in 2015, we did a review nationally of how um, young people were participating through scouting in a community impact project. And it was around 25%. In the last two years, we've grown that to about 56% of scouts um, nationally taking part in a community impact project. And this was um, mainly because of a project that we've launched called A Million Hands, which obviously is 500,000 members in the Scout Association, and we all have two hands. Um, so a million hands that we can get involved with um, having an impact and joining young people with people on the fringes of society uh, or their community, uh, bringing them together and hopefully doing some good and encouraging more young people and inspiring them to do more um, as they grow older. Um, the, um, the kind of, as I touched on, the theory of scouting is that we exist really to actively engage and support young people in their personal development and giving them a sense of belonging and empowering them to make a positive contribution. Um, but we also have a huge impact on adults as well. Um, a lot of um, people who, are look, who move to the uh, area 
who may have been involved with scouting um, in, the, in the past or had some Quite often we find most of our volunteers come from people who move to the area rather than people who um, have li lived in the, in the village or the towns uh, for quite a, a long time. Um, and there is a lot of value that can be got from being an adult volunteer as well as, well as sense of belonging, um, training, resources. Um, we're quite a well resourced organisation purely because we have a huge network across the country. Um, and I, I think Liam witnessed how mm -hmm. scouting can come together over the summer when he visited us at um, Chamboree, which is a, a large uh, event that we organise as a county with 6,000 people from all across the world um, gathering every four years in Nutsford. Um, and that's only done because um, adult volunteers give up their time and their annual leave to put an event as large as that. That, that was an event with a budget of about half a million pounds, but when you take into consideration the groups um, that come together, that was actually a million pound project. Um, and that's lots of little groups of people coming together to make something happen like that. Um, and it makes it affordable. Event, we're able to make these things accessible and affordable to young people uh, from, families and, uh, back, from families who maybe couldn't afford um, to offer the same experiences on their own, but we also support um, or other organisations for events like this and our resources such as Cheshire Young Carers that we do a huge amount of work with uh, and we've just uh, um, over the summer we um, Mersey River Scouts and specifically we have a, a building over in Bangor which we allowed Cheshire Young Carers to, to use as well so um, we're quite well resourced um, we're always looking for more adult volunteers, but um, our real struggle is keeping up with the demand. Really, is is the kind of sort of message that I guess I'm, I'm getting uh, want to get across. Um, I will just skip to this slide. Um, just a few things: how sort of scouting, specifically in Frodsham, has already had an impact. Um, I mean, there's the sort of the stuff that the scouts do themselves, but. Um, some of the sort of outside the box sort of thinking that we, we provide is obviously affordable venues for other community groups. Um, to name just a few, we offer um, venues to toddler groups, shake, rattle and pray, um, numerous yoga, pilates groups, uh, puppy training, judo, wood turning, the choral society, and many other groups who wouldn't otherwise have a venue that they could use that was affordable. Um, and then things that the projects that young people have engaged in over the last sort of few years in Frodsham specifically are things like the tree planting, the number of orchards that have been planted, um, significant involvement from the scouts, uh, the downhill run which we've marshalled, uh, the clean for the queen, the repairing of the paths in Frodsham and Helsby Hills um, with the Woodland Trust, um, Helsby Half Marathon, the daffodil planting, the maintenance in Castle Park, marshalling at the rowing club events as well, uh, and many more sort of things. And then the charity partners that we work with, uh, we've created over 100 um, dementia friends also um, of, from young people in Frodsham as well. So we have a sort of huge impact in, in Frodsham, uh, I believe. Um, and one of the sort of things that sort of talk about, as I mentioned, is that we want to increase that provision in Frodsham and we're looking for support from other sort of areas of the community to help us to do that, uh, to recruit um, more adults so that we can increase the provision for our young people, specifically for Frodsham. 
as well as a third fraction. Um, and then the other investment that we're making in fraudulent that I wanted to talk about was that we, um, behind what used to be the NatWest Bank, we own a building that um, is is probably. Um, well, it was the original fourth fraudulent, the first fraudulent. There must even be a members in here of the original first fraudulent. Yeah. Um, so it, it used to be for First Rodgers um, yeah. building, we, we own the building, it's um, Manweb I think originally, it was originally Manweb, Manweb, Manweb was workshop, that's right. Um, but it's um, a little bit worse for wear, but we very much see Frodsham, given our geographical location, as very much the hub of the district. Uh, and as we own that building, we're looking uh, over the next few, sort of, um, couple of years to invest between <coughs> £150,000 and £200,000 in that particular building um, to um, offer um, not only our own provision and, and attract young people to, to the market town um, to participate in activities uh, and development, but also provide a venue that other uh, members of the community will be able to use and access. Um, we're thinking big, uh, as scouting tends to do, um, and we're looking at uh, installing everything from a shooting range to a climbing wall, bouldering wall, facilities to store um, marine equipment, um, as well as provide a home for sort of the administrative offices, um, of the training centre um, for scouting in the area that we cover. Um, and really we're sort of just looking for support um, in that investment, in specifically Frodsham, uh, but also assistance with potential when we come to um, planning uh, and looking for partners that we can work with yeah. to... Um, so unusually tonight we're, looking, we're not looking for cash, so you yeah. can rest easy. We don't want any money from you tonight, we might come back. <laughs> um, but really what we're trying to do is, is look for advice, look for support. Um, we have just recently been able to, we had a, a facility in Roncor and it became service to requirements. Um, so we've been able to sell that recently. Sadly, Peel had a big stake in it, we don't mean it is. Um, and as a consequence, they took, took a considerable share of it, regrettably, but it still left us with a little bit of money we can invest. We will be looking for grants and support. Uh, I noticed somebody earlier mentioned the Marsh Fund, we too will be looking to see whether we can actively engage with them to help us. Uh, so some advice on pointing us in the right direction of where grants might be available for, whether they're capital grants or revenue grants. Um, we think it will need planning. We're not, we're not at this stage intending to do anything too dramatic with it. We're not going to, want to put a, a big tower in there, but we are, it, it will need probably some consent from that. So what's the mechanisms of the right people to talk to? That's great. And how to approach it, what the lead times are, for example. So a little bit of advice in that. Uh, one of the areas we struggle with, which I, I think is unaffordable to us, but it'd be interesting if there's any plans, the access road down to it, and indeed down to the cricket ground, is um, not in good repair, if I was to do it politely. Uh, it, it looks like something from the Somme, to be honest, at times. Um, now, we do notice there seems to be a development going in down there, not that it's new houses opposite where our building is and what is going on there, some development. We've made Chester West and Chester aware of the activity 
but as far as we're aware, there's no actual planning oh, right. approval for anything. Okay, well, it looked like somebody was preparing to do something. It does. And we were hopeful that they might have to put a road in that would obviously be beneficial. So yeah. uh, if there are any options or any ideas you might have which we could support as to how we could improve, even if it's only best a better temporary service, yeah. down, down to it. Um, Another very important one I think that Ollie talked about is, as you see from Ollie, it is youth-led. Uh, but actually, there's a fantastic opportunity for young people in this area, in the town, but also wider. But at the moment, we're constrained by leaders. So if you hear of or anybody interested in volunteering, then you know if you can point them, for example, in our direction to engage with and talk to them about how they might be able to help in scouting, whether on it whether in uniform or just on a sort of help, uh, occasional helper basis, all of those pairs of hands are very helpful in us to give a great opportunity for the kids. Uh, perhaps the other thing that Ollie hasn't touched on, which is also quite an important development for the district, is we, we've also worked very hard to encourage them into international scouting events. Uh, the, the Chamboree is kind of international. It's in, it's, it's in Cheshire, but there are international scouts come from all over the world to it. But in the last, last two years, we've had... Uh, scouts onto an international uh, jamboree in Norway yeah. for the first time called Nord uh, and we've got a group of uh, young people today working towards the main international jamboree which is in the States next year which is the big scouting jamboree um, and what's important to note there that's a, in, in that case a group of about 12, 10 or 12 scouts and leaders yeah. Um, and they are in the course now of raising £50,000 as a group to do that. They're about halfway through that now in terms of fundraising. You might have had your bags packed. You certainly, if you went down on the run, would have had a bucket thrust in your direction. Very charmingly, I hope. But uh, again, we've got young people there really actively working, fundraising, doing things in the community to allow them to go on these really exciting international events. Um, and you know, I'm keen to, to look for opportunities to publicise that, to look at ways where we can engage the community more broadly into what we're trying to achieve, particularly in the charitable area. Look, uh, I'm the Mayor, I'm Councillor Lord Frank Pennington, and what I'd like to say to you is this, I've been very lucky this last uh, <coughs> month that I've been to two occasions of yours, the one at Manly Road, mm -hmm. and I've seen how they work and everything. Um, I don't want to be too long because uh, a grant came in um, into this council, which I will not discuss at the moment. And um, I was really, uh, went home that night um, sick that um, the work, and there's only me around this table, or probably in this room, that sat on this chair for 40 odd years. And I know what the Scouts do. You don't need to tell me all that. I know what they do. I know the names. I know the people that send it up who's worked really hard and they've gone to a nursing home. I know hundreds of things about the Scouts. And you do a tremendous job. Thank you. I like the way we're going to mention on the agenda shortly for two bags of bulbs. They come to us and ask us, do they want to pay? And this is what's annoyed Councillor Pennington, that we couldn't give you the fuller grant. That's bunkum. 
I telling my fellow councillors we want I want to put a recommendation to the council to the full council in the next meeting, please. It's been dealt, that's been dealt with at a different committee. Yes, but I know it's a different committee, but it still has to come back to the council. That's my main thing. And when you get people like this willing to help the community, we shouldn't be penny, pinching pennies from here and there. And they're the first. They've got a tremendous job, and I don't think any of you have noticed it. They've got asked for two bags of bulbs. Can I tell you, you want to see that verge from the ATS garage coming towards Frodium and all them bulbs scattered all over the place on the footpath from Elsby. It's a tremendous job and I owe my hat up to you. You're doing, and the lads are doing a great job. They are, and this year I think we'll have to order more chair because you've seen it yourself when you've been on business coming past there. Well, we'll discuss it when we get to that. Yeah, I'd like to thank you. So I think it's important. We, I know we know that, that for, for all council money is very tight, uh, and, and, and therefore we are very conscious of that. We do whatever we can to you know, support ourselves in this with the initiative of volunteering and fundraising. But sometimes it's advice and guidance that we need and also support, especially when it comes to things like you know, adapting the finish of the building downstairs or thinking of changing the roof line because at the moment it's got a valley and it's proving quite a nightmare. So we might want to change the roof line on the building. And it's just good advice how best to approach that so we don't alienate the neighbours but we still allow us to move the building forward so that as the investment's made it will stand us in good stead for the next 40 years in order to provide uh, those opportunities for young people in, uh, in Frodsham. So. so at this stage, I think that's yeah. all we have to say, unless there are any volunteers to be scout leaders. <laughs> take your name before we leave. Yeah. Uh, sorry. No, I'd uh, just, just really like to second what Frank said. Uh, through the Chair, Judith, we, we're actually grant in the scouts that are going to America next year, aren't we? There's a grant application in. Um, the grant panel decided on a recommendation mm. but then there was further information came along and it so it's still under discussion um, I think it's going back to the policy and process committee uh -huh. we're arranging a, a separate meeting oh, with uh, Oliver right. to discuss the details because uh -huh. yeah. I think I think there was a misunderstanding on numbers which Ollie yeah. corrected which yeah. we really yeah. wanted yeah. to be transparent yeah. about we don't yes. want to do anything that, yeah. that undermines yeah. the corporate no, I, I was mayor last yeah. year, you know, and I supported, yeah. came along to your, your big really option really and the uh, wall that you had, and yeah. I know there that uh, I made a point there of uh, sort of, well, giving everybody a, a self-applause, I think, yeah. wasn't it, you know, and well, I know that my family are involved in the Scouts in Warrington, my daughter and son-in-law, you know, well, run, run cubs, yeah. and, you know, and I know that sometimes it wasn't for volunteers, these groups had I'd, I'd go to totally board, relied, yeah, which is what would have happened in Appleton, you know, <coughs> if people hadn't stepped in. So, I, you know, fully support you and, and carry on applying for Grant A. Yes. Yeah. Good. We won't steal any more of your time unless there are any no, more questions. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you to everyone who's come along this evening. You're very welcome to stay for the rest of the meeting if you wish, or if you want to leave now, that's entirely up to you. Um, I haven't had my tea, so forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, if, if I could just hijack things for a second. Um, I just say, encourage people to come along to these committee meetings. I know I say it at, at, at the committee I, I chair, and I know others do it. D 
this is where a lot of the work and a lot of behind the scenes goes on. And I would really encourage people to come to these meetings because you, you, you know, you see yeah, a little bit what's happening, what, what's yeah. going on, and get your chance to, you know, to stand up and say your piece. Really. Thanks, Lynn. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I always make that. <laughs> sympathise with their wish to, um, you know, maintain this space. Um, unfortunately, because of the covenant on the land, it can only be used as a play area. We have no um, public liability to allow anybody else access to work on that land at this time. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are with this. Yeah, I agree with you, Chair. Um, uh, the insurance and different things, I mean, the negotiations, we did say we'd allow um, a certain um, council uh, for 12 months to get things out and that. We've never, uh, our 12 months is not up yet. Um, I, my, my personal view is um, the trouble I was there for over 30 years and with some late councillors was t tremendous. Um, 
and apart from that, um, I'd support this group if they did something towards Ship Street, big area, than, than it is. But we can't do nothing. Our lands is tied, like the clerk said to us, till we get some results from Cheshire County Council yeah. and um, Weaver Bale mm -hmm. Housing. Can I ask what it is you're waiting for from Cheshire County Council and we've availed housing? No, we're not waiting for anything, we've given you 12 months. 12 months. So we've given you the 12 months yeah. to work up your proposal, so that's what Council yeah, needs. Yeah, we need access to do a survey to say that's one part of our yeah. thing because for us to do what we need to do, we need access for a survey to do, to, to be able to know whether we can do certain things on this plan. And we won't be able to do that without a survey, you say. Well, who's going to do your survey? We're going to get somebody out to do a survey with one of the companies to do that. Well, you'd have to tell us who they are. Yeah, we will yeah. do but obviously when, when we get it sorted. Um, we're also going around all the houses at the moment next week, about a thousand houses to get the support that we need. We know that we've got a lot of support already and we've got a thousand leaflets to go around all the houses on the Ship Street area and we're going to get a survey done to ask the residents what they would like on this plot of land. They, so they, we can't do, we need to know what, to, if we need a survey, you say. But there's a, a company that does surveys will survey the land yeah. as it is. They won't mm -hmm. need the grass cutting or any, any preparation. I know, but what I'm saying is the community are feeling a bit like yeah. they're not listened to because obviously they want this land cut because it's part of the area which they live. Yeah, and what council have agreed is they will start and cut it and they're going to cut it seven times next year. But it's a long time off next year. Well, the grass is dying now. It's dying, now. It's it's dying, dying back. So winter's coming, the grass will all die back, and then from spring next year, the grass will start to be cut regularly like it is in, other, in the other areas. I don't think it's the kind of grass that grows, that dies back, to be honest. Yeah, it's been like that. That's the council's time. decision, I'm afraid. Yeah. That's what they've decided so to do. Can I just ask if, if we can't have access to the land because of public liability, so this person we can get to do the survey kind of access to the land. Yeah, because they would, they're a company, they'll have their own public liability insurance. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want to play devil's advocate yeah. here, but I, I, I want to be fair, yeah. you yeah. know, and see that everything is done fairly, regardless of what the outcome is. Mm -hmm. um, when we had the pot festival down there, you know, we allowed people access to that land, so they must have had their own liability insurance. Yes. So, yes. you know, I think that as long as it's a bona fide company and yeah. not yeah. just with yeah, respect, no, 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 no. a gang of people, you know, with lots of goodwill and willingness, no, no, no. Yeah. It, it needs to be a proper company. But yeah. Yeah. I personally, I don't think there should be any problems, should do with that, as long so as what, we've got So we need to get the name of the company with it, mm. that watch yeah. them and do the survey yeah. and yeah. then approach yourselves yeah. to see where they're Yeah, I think if that company works with Hazel yeah. and then Hazel right. can make sure yeah. that the estate yeah. manager yeah. goes yeah, and put them in the gates. Yeah. So that we know yeah. what to do for the next yeah. steps and before we can't do that until we've done the survey you say. Yeah. So that's what we need to do. But that's why I was asking if it's yeah. a company that's doing yeah, the survey. Yeah. If it's yeah. a bona fide company they will have public yeah, liability yeah, insurance yeah, so yeah. that will be fine. Yeah. It's yeah. just the fact that we need access for yeah. them to Well the access will be by our estate manager. Yeah that's fair enough. Yeah yeah. But, and so the grass button's not happening then? It's will next year. It's been written into the service level agreement for next year. Right. Can you know there's a covenant on it and it's just for the children? The covenant says that it can only be used as a children's playground. That's what I left on the chairs, the actual covenant. Yeah. 
Yeah. As long as your survey company know that too, then you know they can't build in plans for things that will not be permitted by the covenant. Yeah, that's fine. But of course, you know that's something that will be going through stages. I just think it's a shame that it's like twelve months and the, the children can't use it now. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be safe for them at the moment so, because there's no the play equipment there. To make it safe well, that's why it's been closed because it isn't safe. Well, can't you make it safe? No, it because the council decided to close it. <laughs> we don't have the money to do that. And there is a play area How across the road. There's a play area across the road. Saltworks. Saltworks. Salt it's not the little children's play area, is it? It's more for the... There's a state park. Yeah. No, yeah. there's the children. There's what about 12 pieces of play yeah. equipment on there? Mm -hmm. Well, we've got, we're going to be a thousand people, aren't we? We're going to be yeah. down early, so that's the next step with the survey and to find out what the people of Ship Street actually want on this plot of land. Do you know how much it would cost though to make this? Yeah. Not without it going through. Would you be able to do that? Well, we, we know from so our. Um, we'd have to carry out a proper survey. Yeah. So you're going to carry out yeah, yeah, that because we, that. We, the council's decision was to sell it. They closed the play area and their decision was to sell it. You've come now to council and asked for time to be able to develop your plans and proposals to do your surveys and council have said, yes, we'll give you the time to develop your plans and you know to access funding if you're able and to come back with a formal development proposal for chance. Yeah. We've already got in touch with school and stuff as well. Yeah. So we have got a lot of support yeah. already. Um, including so the decision's already been taken to sell? No, the no we, we announced our intention to sell, which right. is when everybody started to say right. okay. we want to try and save it. So we've taken, we've given a 12 month stay of execution on yeah. our intention to sell. We've gone no further than to announce our intention to sell. Mm. Right. So now okay. we've withdrawn that. Right. For 12 months to give you the time to develop your proposals. Yeah. What, what, what we're ensuring is that everybody is treated equally. Yeah. So you are being treated exactly the same as other groups like in Tamfield Lane. Yeah, and yeah, Mark and right. myself were involved in the Park Lane yeah. scheme. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, regardless of the outcome, you know, we, we've just said now that, that you know, we, we are keen that everybody, it's a level, if you yeah. excuse the pun, yeah. it's a level playing field, exactly. you know. Yeah, um, what, what happens at the end of the 12 months and what is accepted and things like that, mm -hmm. you, you know, well, that will be seen. But what yeah. we're making sure at the moment is that you have ample time, mm -hmm. just the same as Townfield Lane did, yeah. Park Lane did, mm -hmm. to, to explore, yeah. you know, what, whatever, you know, what the outcome will be at the end of it. Well. Yeah. How long is a piece of string, you know? Yeah. So what, you, what you're saying is Hodgson Town Council will support whatever we find out from our... No, they're not no. saying no, that. No, no. They're giving you the chance to bring a proposal forward and at yeah. that point. Yeah, and the then it will be looked at. Proposal. Yeah. And if it's what the community wants, then we would support it. We no, <laughs> we're not <laughs> saying <laughs> that at all. <laughs> when the proposal comes forward, the council will then discuss it. And what you need to be aware of, Mm -hmm. It'll be a different council yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because there's elections next May. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right. But the covenant will still be on the land, yeah. so it yeah. will limit yeah. what you can do. Mm -hmm. In a way, that that is what makes yourselves different 
from the other areas is that mm. I'm right in saying to you that I don't think it was a covenant on no, either of the other ones. No. It, it was given with a desire, you know, <coughs> that it was to be for children's yeah. play area, but yeah. it, there was nothing set in stone. <coughs> Unfortunately, and it's the it Chester Western Chester Council that are the covenant. covenant yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So we can contact them about that. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. then you know there might be things that we might want to yeah. add yeah. in place of that, yeah. and to see if they would be yeah. interested in. But as I said, you, you know, I, I don't want to seem as own devil's advocate here, but we we are neither for nor against you at this time. If you understand where we're coming from, all we can do is when you bring something to the table, is look at it. I mean, with respect, there was no guarantee that, that Park Lane wouldn't have been sold. There was no guarantee that we wouldn't have walked away from Townfield Lane. You, you know, we can only take things on, mm. on yeah, no, the merit yeah, at the time. I think that's the one of the next steps we're going to do is go to Chester West and Chester Council about the Covenant as well mm. and talk to them about plans to to um, see if we can help do something with that as well. They, they have said previously that the only way that they would release the covenant is if the land is sold. Yeah, this, well, I'm willing to speak to them and see what happens. But all they, they only control the covenant, they don't have any say over what else can happen to it. If they lifted the covenant, it's still Frodham Town Council yeah. that would make any decisions. Yeah. yeah. So. But, you know, I think really they they are looking for that money to invest into salt works. Yeah. You know, and you could improve the play area there. You could build your fence around <coughs> you. Small, you could massively improve that area. Yeah. 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 Well, it's on the same site. Well, it's on the same side as the school, so... Yeah. Which is ever crossing the water. Which we pay for, I think. That's yeah. a small secure as well. And it's a great piece of land for the children to play on. Mm. And there's other things that could be used to help the community as well. So we'll, we'll have a we'll discussion about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think in, in essence, the, the survey we're doing, the consultation is finding what the community is saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if, if we can consult the community and they say, mm -hmm. we're not really bothered, it kind of influences everyone then, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if the community have got a strong preference for something, then it, it's something that has to be considered when decisions are made. Yeah, so I think that's really our first, yeah. our next step, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we did with Parkway. We have 96% wanted to develop it, and that's what we can brought back to the council. Yeah, yeah. Do, that's Doing your survey. Yeah, that's what we've that's got. Right. We've got yeah. 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 to get on with it. Make the most yeah. in your 12 months, because yeah. Yeah. 12 yeah. months seems a long time. The only problem is when you're talking to Cheshire Western people like that, they, they, well, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. converted here. Yeah. You know, what, what, what is a month? To us is, is, is a date to them, if yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I would hate for you to run out of, yeah. run out of time. No, that's it. Once we've got these leaflets sorted in the next couple of weeks, because we've got a thousand leaflets, and once we've got a thousand leaflets sorted with the survey, and we know exactly what people want, then that's the, for us to do the next step. Which is evidence, Yeah. What yeah. yeah. area are you leafleting? Are you doing the whole of Waterside Ward? We've got, we've got not quite all of the most sensible because there's more than that. But effectively, if you take the play area as the centre <laughs> and then you work out, and it kind of captures Hayes Crescent area, then going into Water's Edge area there. So all of that Ashton Drive, Riverside, all of that kind of. So will you do a sort of a, a map or something to, so yeah, that we, we, we can see? It, who you, that's you right. So we broke it into various road groups. Mm -hmm. grouping them together so you can actually see which clusters of residents would be interested yeah. and so on yeah and then so it, it kind of gives it a, 
we'll be able to make an informed presentation yeah. to yourselves about what's going but on. I just think a blanket one rather than targeted might be yeah, fairer. Well, it, it's kind of, it is a blanketed one, but we know which road groups there are. So it's, it's the same survey, the same questionnaire to the whole of that group within, not the, not the entire ward itself, but the majority of it. But then if you said to me, well, what would the residents around Hayes Crescent say? We could, if you like, delve into it and say, well, the residents around there said this. If you said, what did the residents of National Drive say? We could say that if you asked. So you mm -hmm. can break it down, but it would be a, an all-encompassing survey. And from that, and, and you know, I would like you to get, this, to get the impression that we're deciding on what colour we're going to have the swings now, because we do know it's staged, but we are aspirational, we are ambitious, mm -hmm. and we can kind of see what we would like it to be. But a lot of that depends on what the community wants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I just have yeah. all these leaflets that you're just going to deliver them and then expect people to respond to that? Yeah, we're going to try to speak to people. If they're not in, we're going to leave them and then call back and collect them. So there's no guarantee that we'll be under spent of 10. And again, we would be able to build that into the results and say, we delivered a thousand leaflets and we got 600 responses to that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. It's making sure that it's, it's just the respondents are just the people that live there. Yes. It's like Facebook groups get people who live all over the world who used to live down the road. I couldn't make it this yeah. year. Yeah. I was away because I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it last year. Yeah. Just to know, the, um, there is a, a vacant allotment there at the moment, which is fortunate because from the back of that allotment, up the side of the flats on Ashton Drive, mm. is a lot of ivy. Yes. And the Weavervale Housing Trust asked if they could come onto the allotment to take the ivy down. Oh, um, so because the allotment was empty, oh, right. we were able to say yes, that was fine. So, so that was they done that now. I don't don't know whether they've actually completed it, but they they were at, they did ask permission to do it. To carry out. It's could could you make sure that yeah. they do not leave any ivy on the ground? We've, we've asked them to liaise with the allotment holders, make sure they know when it's happening, like with the hedge cutting, so that they can be around. To mm. make sure mm. it's, it's well cleared away. Okay, so that's the feedback. So okay, so then um, item 49, 
1A was to discuss and request from the neighbour of the London Road allotments for assistance with the hedge maintenance and agree any actions. Yeah. Um, so this, this was the, the one where he said that um, it's the boundary is set with large mature laurel bushes and he maintains the bushes using scaffolding and equipment that he's purchased um, and the maintenance and removal of excess bushes usually takes him a week to complete and he just wondered if there's because the other side of the hedge belongs to us, whether we, we could offer any assistance with it. He said laurel then, Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, mature laurel bushes. Well, that to me is the side of the main hut. Oh, is it behind the hut? Yeah. He chopped a lot of that back earlier this year. Yeah, really? I think that's on your side though, isn't yeah. it? I think it, it's the height as well that's the issue. Well, he took it, he, he took really it down chopped it yeah. down at yeah. the back. Now, next to him is the new guy, Jack. I don't think he's done anything to the hedge at all. But, so do, does, each, does each allotment holder maintain the hedge that is like the, the face of the hedge? Sorry, Does each allotment holder maintain the face of the hedge on that sort of borders their own allotment? I don't really know. Okay. I haven't got any hedges on mine, so yeah. <laughs> this is what well, this is this is what I can't yeah. excuse me, this is what I can't understand with us. It's only this last three and a half years we've got problems with that edge. When it the other council the other council, we had no trouble with Mr. Tittle and all them cutting it. Or the, or the handyman. Even the last handyman we had, who, uh -huh. who, 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 who left to, yeah. to, to move. He always did the inside. It's not to say he didn't, I was there. He did yeah. all the inside right round. When we've arranged <coughs> for the contractors to do the inside all the way round after the wall was repaired and, and the allotment holds were back, let back on, um, so we did do it that one occasion with contractors. Mm -hmm. Now in terms of being able to do it with our estate manager now, I think it's too big a job to expect the estate manager to do it, even if in the past the facilities yeah. manager... Oh, you can see exactly the records. See the records. Yeah. So I think if, if you were going to offer that support, that would be have to be added into the service level agreement. Well, I reckon, I reckon it should because it's, it's going to be a problem every year. It's not now and then. It's going to be a problem every year and it's junky making We're going to be discussing that um, in a minute, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Service level agreement. Yeah. So we'll come up later. So, yeah, we can, we can um, have a look at that. We've got some idea about what it's going yeah. to cost. Yeah. Um, well, Unless there's even going to solve the problem. <coughs> I don't think it'll solve the problem for the, the, the neighbour. Because mm. um, I think it's the issue about getting rid of it as well. Because I, the problem of that site is that it's like in the middle it's of nowhere, difficult it's difficult to access and to get rid of the, yeah. the greenery. You couldn't possibly compost it because it's all too big and bushy. The other bit, if you look at that photograph of the barrels, yeah. well, I think the hedge is also, I don't know how much you can see up the back of the shed. I've 
so I presume that's the hedge that he's talking oh, right. about. Right. And that's up very behind high. the shed. That's the top of the shed there. Mm. Yeah. So it's quite yeah. high. Yeah. 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 See, in putting these water things in, I'll clear all this lot here, yeah. which is just sort of weedy stuff. Mm -hmm. Is there a gap there between the uh, the shed and the fence? There's enough. There would have been. Yeah, there would have been originally. Yeah. Twelve months ago, one of the guys on the allotments actually painted the shed, and I know he painted down that side. Yeah, so okay. whether you can still get. And then is that where the IBCs would go? Where long barrels are? Like? Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so that would make hedge cutting, would you leave space for the hedge cutting which behind the IBCs if they were to be installed? Well, the IBCs would make their own natural barrier. Um, but in, just in that space. I think what we, what we could say... Definitely not laurel behind no, the no. Okay. IBCs. What we could say to the neighbour is that if we get somebody out to look at how much it would cost to annually cut the hedge, Okay. Yeah. And then we'll make that a decision he, when we, we know. We could get the contractor to liaise with him and then if he did his hedge at the same time we could help to get rid of the excess. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe. But we'll yeah. get a quote yeah. to find out. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Or he could get the contractor to do it because it would yeah. be he'd he'd get it done a lot cheaper. Yeah. If he's there doing job lot. Yeah. 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 Well so. I mean th th it might be possible to it would could it be easier for the contractor to remove it's all from the house side yeah. rather than the allotment yeah. side. Well, it depends whether he's got access yeah. out. If to, it, to if front. I don't know whether they're terraces and he might not have access to the front. Yeah, it depends which house yeah. it is, doesn't it? So I don't. I know there was a tree surgeon up there the other day on on the rock doing yeah. the taking a lot of trees out. Yeah, yeah that's uh, six, six, I think, in one garden, weren't they, that were yeah. coming out? That was on planning, yeah. wasn't it? But the way they put them through that, the chipper thing. Yeah, but we'll operate it. Yeah. 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 Short of being able to put a you know, water supply in. So I wonder if there's any grants available for from anywhere. It's because the land's owned by Frogton Town Council. Oh, we're ring fenced out of grant. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the, the options you could look at is um, costing it over five years and increasing the rents to claim some of it back. Which is an option. <laughs> yeah. Um, Somebody cut them. Um, <laughs> it's £767.37 because we can claim We don't the worry about the VAT, do we? No. So that's the sort of quantum we're looking at. And in terms of. Um, can, can I ask, do we charge the same rent as those in Ashton Drive? The Ashton Drive people pay extra for their water. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right, it's going to save us flat land and we don't. Yeah. 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 So there is a difference. How much um, is that? Well, it depends how much they use. It's okay. So it's based based on last how much they use last year, and we divide it by the seven plots. Mm. So that's how much they pay. So they're paying a year in arrears for water. Right. Yeah. 
Can I? Chair, can, can I? Am I allowed to ask how, how much do we get income from this site in a year? Each of the allotments pays thirty pounds. Okay. And then they pay five pounds towards the uh, to the association. Right. So that's that's disappears, doesn't yeah, it? So, so it's thirty pounds. And yeah. so how many do we have? Ten on that plot. Altogether, you've got ten on. You've got ten yeah. on um, Kingsway. You've got ten on London Road. No, sorry, I'm, I'm just yeah. uh, London, London Road. Road. We have ten, so we have an income of three hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah. Right, and out of that, we've got to pay for the hedge to be cut. Well, we would add it into our service level. Agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's the rent gone. Yeah. So there's no. Yeah. There's no profit. There's no money. There's no money there. there's no money there. No. there's no. That's why the ones at Town Lane are two hundred and fifty pounds a year. Mm. Okay. The only problem is if we make it that it's not going to be viable to people to have allotments on there because yeah. anything they try and grow dies, yeah. then yeah. we're not going to have exactly. that three hundred quid. We're no. going to have an area yeah. of waste land in five years' time, aren't yeah. we? Um, it's I a bit of a fate accompli, isn't it? Really, it's isn't like it? Like investing in the future, isn't it? Mm. Um, you just said earlier on he was going to look at possible grants for getting the path done. Yeah. Is there any way we could do the same thing for the water system? And who, I don't know, who he's intending on asking for grants to do that? I, I, I would be amazed to find who's going to grant a putting a path on, a, yeah. on an allotment. I am. I just don't think there's any money out there, yeah. to be honest with you. Is there nothing that you, you, you pay this membership into this national allotment society is there no money there to help with self-help or is it no, because not, it's not, not if, if it was owned by yourselves it might be different but because you're a tenant on the it, it not not in that sense i mean basically they could they could give us legal advice on, on all sorts of stuff but right. they don't do anything with, yeah. with, with funding yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I, I want to help you, you know, I want to get these IBCs on there, but I'm just wondering where the money's going to come from, you know. Because mm. we've got the path to think about as well, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. At the same but time. And it's not fair to do improvements on one allotment. No, and, and you, could, you, you could almost argue that the path is a health and safety issue, mm. you know. But there's nothing more frustrating than all your good work getting frazzled because yeah, you've yeah. got no water, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's the same for, for, for um, the, the other side on Kingsway, that we have no water. We're fortunate in that one of, one of the tenants on there backs on to the plot and he will run a hose pipe out and fill it. Right. He, he doesn't have a water meter, no. but if he goes onto a water meter, well, we'd be snooking. I think uh, I think the water authority wouldn't be too amused if they knew that was happening. No, they certainly wouldn't. He's <laughs> <laughs> well, watering his own garden. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just mm. yeah. what we need to do is is get the quotation for the footpath, mm -hmm. um, and. If you delegate me to work with the allotment association, um, and Peter and the guys, um, to come up with some proposals, we get the cost of the pathways, um, yeah. and then I will investigate to see whether there's any mm. potential for grants. You know, if the allotment association itself were to put in, say, to awards for all, 
Mm. We could see if that was a viable prospect yeah. to do both lots of work. Mm. Um, they might. They might. You never know. Mm. Um, we could have a go. Yeah, I think we maybe got to go down the well-being. Yeah. And the growing right. your own produce. Yeah. We we've got to look at all those angles, haven't we? Really. Yeah. To, to, to so if you're happy to delegate that to me to work with, with the allotment holders, and um, to come up with some proposals, um, and at the same time we'll look at the hedge work because that's also in here and um, because there's the church fields hedge as well. Well, we need to do that. Um, We're responsible for that. But not the inside of the allotments because the hedge, they do it themselves. So it's, if we're going to cut so, the hedges yeah. at London Road, then we have to think about cutting the hedge at, church, at Kingsway yes. as well. Yeah. So Hazel, we have no specific budget or anything for the revenue for the maintenance of these allotments? It just comes under community maintenance. Right. It's all, it's in that one budget head. Because maybe this needs to be looked at because, you know, if it's an area of the state, then we've got to expect that sooner or later we're going to have to spend capital on it, aren't yeah. we? Well, Just it, the it same will, as if it was a plain field or absolutely. anywhere I mean, else. It really. will come up under the service level agreement of mm. 1952. But I think we've also at the same time mm. apologise, we're going to have to think about the, uh, the rent for the allotment. Mm. If we're taking on a lot of maintenance costs then... At the moment, under community maintenance, our budget is 16,000 and I'm projecting that we're currently probably going to spend 13,988. So there is a bit of slack in there. Provided nothing, provided nothing else comes up. Yeah. yeah. And we're through a very hard winter, aren't we? So, you know, <coughs> potentially there might be some capacity to do it. Mm. Mm. But. The thing is to find out what the quantum is. We know how much the water is, but we need to find out how much the footpath yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll bring it back to the next meeting. But there we are. One thing around this year's budget, the other one around this year's budget. We need to do a bit more work on it and come back to the next meeting. Right. We're not saying no, which is Peter mentioned the footpath down the side, the, the one's actually quite full. Yeah, yeah. The, the houses don't actually, the, their gardens don't actually butt up to the footpath. There is a space of about a metre and a half, two metres yeah. between the footpath and the boundary of the houses. There's a fence in, in all Yeah, but we weren't quite sure whether that's simply because they, that those people have chose to give up that metre so that they don't have to maintain the boundary. This was the argument oh, that right. we had two years but ago. But there is a, there is a Yeah, I, I know, you yeah. know. 
I know it's frustrating there, and we, we did come very close to just going ahead and doing that. But we've done some ourselves off our own path. Right. I'll, I'll go back to them and find out what they're going to do about it. Mm. to replace the existing speed gun, um, which is, I believe, not working as efficiently as it was. Because um, it's, it's old, it's old, old yes. And um, it's not enforceable. Um, the so new one would be, is it? Am I? No, no. No, it's still not an enforceable. You, you're talking thousands for okay. one that's enforceable. Right. Um, this is still an unenforceable gun, but it's more up to date. Um, easy to use. They want to try and pod to make it more stable, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. um, if possible. So the cost of the new gun, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the new unenforceable gun would be £1,395 and the tripod would be £250. Okay. Yeah. Now we do have the community safety budget, which currently at the moment sits within P&P, but under our standing orders, Community safety comes under. Um, we've got through cooperation with council partners regarding road traffic and related issues, so that comes under community really. Mm. So we need to ask for PMP for some of that budget. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, as chair of the PMP, I'm happy to, to say that I'll leave it to this committee to take this forward. Mm. If I can do that, yeah. but no, I can't. I recommend it to yeah. Okay, well, I'll recommend it, yes. Mm. Um, when's the PMP this month? Yeah. Yeah, oh well. We'll, we'll, we'll put it forward. Yeah. Right, it's just that they're responsible for that budget at the moment. Right, so could we make a decision to do it if would, would everybody in this committee mm. be willing to approve this if PMP said yes, they'll release the front? <laughs> would it be just our goal? Yes. Yes. Just for our gyms, not yeah. not Elspeth's. Well, Elspeth, we've got one. Yeah. They, oh, got one. Right, right. they yeah. paid seven thousand pounds for a true cam, and then had to pay right. seven thousand. Okay. The thing about the true cam is the true cam can only be used by a member of the police. Right. Or okay. so yes. the, the PCSOs can do it because they're so, of the police. Yeah. But the this camera can be used by the community speed watch. So, so if the community speed watch are using if we buy this gun which yeah. is not calibrated so yeah. it, it's not lawful mm -hmm. and, and it finds somebody speeding, yeah. what happens? They get a letter. They get a letter. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. To advise them that they've been found to have been speeding. Um, I think if they get a lot of letters they would get probably a visit. Three, isn't it? Mm, something like that, yeah. I, I think because Neil and, um, <laughs> is trying to encourage community speed watch and they're looking for more volunteers, mm. it's important that they have decent equipment. Oh, yeah, no, I, I was just wanting to, to make sure that, you know, it's quite an investment. Yeah, the that thing about Something the, positive just yeah, does come out of the they, use of it. They've know. got two groups now doing community mm. speed watch. So if they had the two guns, they'd still be able to use the old one for as long as it continues to work, but they'd be able to also have the other group out doing...
doing speed watching another part of Roger. So they'd be able to move two lots on at the same time. I think they, they did look at getting the, this gun refurbished in some way. Mm. Which I think it was a second hand one when it was bought. Yeah, and it cost them very near as much. So we have the funding, it's just that we need the authorisation. Yeah, and yeah. full, full okay. council support on it. Well, we do it by executive powers. Yeah. yeah. Where are they currently stored? Sorry? Where's the gun the, currently stored? At the fire station. Oh, okay. At the fire station. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, well, three, three councillors, carp, speeding. <laughs> Get rid of it. I should get a second Councillors don't speed. This one doesn't. If you've had a row with your wife, you soon get caught. to discuss and agree to underwrite the cost of a drive safely for a longer seminar, approximately £400 plus VAT. This is something that Cheshire West, um, or not Cheshire West, Cheshire Road Safety, um, have been running for a while. They've been doing it on the wheel, Mersey, yeah. the Mersey yeah. safety yeah. part. Yeah, they're running in well, the well. Cheshire West have got funding for it now. Yes, um, which so. I think, given the number of... Um, more elderly residents we have in Frodham, it will be a great thing to do. Shall I shut the door? I think it would be wise yeah. if you don't mind me saying. Yeah. I, I recently went on one of their seminars and uh, it was oh, pretty yeah. good. And <coughs> once it's for drivers who are at 16 over, once you've done the seminar while you're there, they'll give you the opportunity to apply for uh, a driver driving assessment. Right. And they they'll put you with a qualified driving instructor and it'll take you out for a couple of hours and look at how you drive. So <laughs> this this four hundred pounds. Cheshire West will provide all arrange it, provide all the speakers and fund the cost of the driver assessment. They just need us to provide them with a venue and refreshments. And I've talked <laughs> I've talked to the golf club from so, the golf So so this four hundred pound, how many people fifty. Fifty. That's a lot, isn't it? For four hundred yeah. quid. Yeah. yeah. So, but we're not sure we'd actually get fifty old folk to volunteer from Frodham, so it would be for Frodham and the neighbouring parishes. Um, I've sat with Hazel today, and we've put a grant application into the Police and Crime Commissioner. He has a little pot of money for safety, but we we can't be certain that we will get it. How long does the seminar go? <coughs> it's at like ten in the morning till two-ish. Okay, so it's fairly. Um, I've asked them to include a speaker from perhaps the British Horse Society because we've got a lot of horses on the roads around here. But, uh, the, the, one I, the seminar I went on was aimed at the Wirral, mm. where they've got a lot of public transport. And, you know, saying, oh, leave your car at home and get a bus, which is no good in Frodsham. Was that quite goodly, good tended, was it? Or? It was, a lot there, yeah. But Cheshire West haven't run a seminar before. I went along and I met Sarah Collins and one of her colleagues from Cheshire West. So we're sort of trying to tailor the seminar to suit the rural areas. And whereabouts, when would you think about doing this? 
Well, I went to Sarah's hands really because she's got to get the speakers together and mm. put it all together. Um, so we're looking in the spring almost? No, probably fairly soon. Oh, right, right. Maybe sort of November time. Oh, yeah. right, gosh. But, well, we've got to see if we get the funding for... We've we applied to the PCC's community... Safe, safer Neighbourhood, I wonder whatever it's, it's called. Yeah. It's called. Mm -hmm. I've um, already spoken to David Keane about it a couple of weeks ago yeah. and he thought it was a great idea. You know, so this I, is only to underwrite, so if we don't get the grant, you, you will pay for the... So we can go ahead with the, the planning of it mm. Um, mm. on the basis that we'll have... But you'd only need this money... But I think you know we have got a lot of senior drivers around. And again, this will come out of the community safety budget. So if, if you were, were to approve it, would we need the PMP to agree? The the other thing, um, Neil Flanagan, PCSO, is very much on board with this, and the um, community speed watch because they'd like to come along and try and use it as an opportunity mm. to get more Correct. volunteers. Yeah. For the speed watch group. That doesn't. That doesn't. This doesn't interfere with the uh, <coughs> fund for the cameras, does it? No. Well, no, 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 there's nothing's happening. Well, we had. We say we put it in last year. Twelve thousand pluses by yeah. the crime commissioners. Yeah, no. When I tried to get a working group going with the PCC and Cheshire West and Chester over the cameras. I was told by the police that it was being dealt with at a higher level. And yeah, well, nothing's that, happened. I think when you walk, come in in the morning, you better get cracking. Get an email to them because when I meet him yeah. in a week's yeah. time, I will tell him. Well, I'm money doing his office up. We're, we're sitting there with that £12,000 in our budget and nothing's <coughs> happening with it because no nobody's moving the CCTV agenda forward. And it looked oh, we're in danger happening? at the end of the financial year of not having spent any of it. What's happening with the CCTV? We don't know. Well, Cheshire West are dealing with it. So, you know, Lynn and Andrew might know more than mm. us. Oh, well, nobody wants to talk to us about it. Chair, uh, <coughs> sure, can I ask a question then? Yes. It's £400. Yeah. That's coming out the same budget as the £1,770. Right, yeah. yes. Have we got money for both? There's £12,000 sat in that. Twelve thousand, yeah. right? Yeah. We're arguing okay. over a small bill for water, and yet we're we're paying this for the car speeding. What a what a shot! Senior drivers from It's right though, isn't it? He's saying, "Are you Of course, we will expect all councillors over the age of sixty to attend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I, I mean, you don't need to put me The thing me. is, I, you know, I, I, well, Linda does a lot more mileage than me, I'm sure. But I mean, the last oh, test I had was when I took my HGB. You know, and although I keep that license going, I've never been. Tested now for a long time, so I'd certainly. I need to do hospital test every three years. Yeah, yeah, and I think four hundred pound for that amount of people yeah. is. Oh yeah, brilliant. yeah, yeah. Well, 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 really, this uh, is like the pilot. What you've been doing behind the scenes, so I, I certainly support that. I think it's quite nice that it's seen the program is leading the way by allowing us to be pilot exercise. Judith brought it to the meeting, so if I put her as the proposer, I'll second her. Everybody in favour? Don't put yeah. my name on it. Yeah. <laughs>
service level, uh, column four, yeah. that's yeah. the number of visits, Yes. so mm. the unit cost is per visit, Yes. where mm. does it show the total cost? Then? Under the, the double column after yeah. the block of columns, yeah. see it says 2019-20 mm -hmm. mm. yeah. at the top. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. Mm. that's the total cost per season or per yeah. main, yeah. where it says main SLA. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. And then, so the for the main SLA, we're looking at. I can't read it. Six thousand four hundred thirty-nine pounds seventy-eight. Yeah. If we ask them to do the call off, that would be another three thousand one hundred and three. Yeah. Yeah. In total, we're looking around nine thousand five hundred and forty-three. Yeah. Where and then I put last year's figures in there, so you can see. Mm -hmm. So last year it was five thousand eight hundred eighty-two pounds seventy-four. For the service level agreement, three thousand ninety-nine pounds seventy-six for the call-off, mm -hmm. a total of eight thousand nine hundred and eighty-two pounds forty-nine for the contract. So it's the total contract has gone up by five point nine percent. But we've got the seven cuts of the community of the Ship Street field, and also the community orchard on Ship Street has got larger because we've taken out the community garden and, and extended the community orchard. Mm. Yeah. So that's doubled in price, basically. That. That's still the end of the mess. Yeah, well, I've, what I have done is I've um, told the contractors to take the fence out now. Mm. I'm going to report that to environment when we meet, because it's £80 to take it out, so I thought it was worth well, just well, telling them to go ahead. That is very reasonable. Yeah. What are we going to do with the railings, though? I'm going to tell them to put it behind the cemetery building for now. Yes. Mm. So while we think of what to do with it. Um, just one thing about hedge cutting. Um, yeah. 
Are we responsible for the inside face of the hedge between the, um, that area on Ship Street and the Bowling Green? No, we own the Bowling Green, don't yes, we? We're, we we're responsible. Do we cut that hedge? What, the Bowling Green <coughs> inside? No. On, on the inside? Side. On our side, yeah. Oh, that's not on here, is it? No. no. It shouldn't be. The only, the only one on the top, yeah. I, I might be wrong here, but I can't find it, is Manly Road Cops. And that's going to need to come on board because there's certain things that the uh, estate manager can do there. The perimeter hedge would probably not you know, be within his remit. But we're talking about planting trees on there, so there's going to be a need for weed control on there in the coming year that there's not been. And I know I'm sort of stepping over a little bit into environment now, but they're going to re he's going to report back to us because there's quite a prolific weed on there. I've not had the chance to look yeah, at it. It's, I did. I have found out what it is, but I can't remember just what I it just is. It's, it's a herby type weed. It's with Rose Bay Willow herb. No, 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 no it's a. Ooh. It's not a, um, it's a bit, no, no, it's nothing like that. It's, no, it's, it's not not weed or balsam. With no. like purpley flowers that come up. It's, they use it as a in um, medicines. Oh, the foxgloves. No. Belladonna. I can't remember it's what it is. It's not one of those ones that you have to inform anybody about this. This right. <laughs> it's an English one. Right. <laughs> right. It's the only one I haven't no, quoted. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a relief because yeah. I thought he was going to say it was something like Japanese, not No, weed, no, it's nothing like that. No. Right. no, But it is a, a, an aggressive <laughs> weed, it's just that it's not like those Green. Himalayan balsam. Get a tundra. So, I think what we can do is we can agree. The list as it is, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. but leave it open to adding additional things as and when we agree them. That was on there. Where is it? Under road, viewing lane, at the top, hedge cutting. So you've got, you've got what, you've got what's the clerk on these figures, you know, yeah. No, that's just the eh? So you've got to watch you on these figures. You, you print them that small, and then you'll say, Frank, you know I fetched them to the council. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's trying to fit it on one sheet of paper. That's the problem. Um, yeah, we just said about the allotments, London Road allotments, because that's yeah. not on there. Allotment hedges and yeah, two I think, hedge you know, if, if, if the cost of what, you know, cutting the hedges on there is, is not astronomical and looking at these unit prices yeah. here, I don't think it's going to be a massive cost. No. I think they should come on board because every time we just pat around the edges and leave yeah. it another yeah. year, That's right. it's yeah. becoming a bigger problem, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, we just need a couple of warm, wet summers and everything's all preserved, doesn't every it? every year, then it, it yeah. keeps it, yeah. you know, it, yeah. level, which well, is manageable. If, if you as community agree your community bits on here, yeah. I can bring the environment yeah. figures, which most of these other ones that we're yeah. talking about now are environment yeah. 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 figures. Because yeah. yeah. what, I've, what I've done at the bottom, you'll see, I've collated together the, yeah. the figures the for community environment and cemetery. Yeah. So 50... This year, 53% is community, 11% environment, and 
six nearly percent yeah. is cemetery. Okay. That's of the total mm-hmm. um, package. Um, and projections for, oh sorry, that's for next year, but there were similar amounts this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the sort How of How much balance. more do you think it'll be this time, yourself? What, for? The, the, the increase this year, Frank, yeah. the total that we've got for just what's here, not these new things we're talking about, is five, uh, 9,543 in total. Not bad, really, is it? So, yeah. if we're going to get them during the hedges and the allotments, oh, okay. yeah. is the, the London Road one going to be more expensive because of access? Well, I'm assuming some of these they cut with yeah. you know, like big machinery. Well, that's one of the things we'll have to discuss with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I put on there for you to delegate to me to negotiate with mm. them on it. Yeah. You're, you're agreeable. So is everybody happy with that? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the first proposal is to accept the current list. Yeah. 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 I propose yeah. that. Yeah. I'll second that. PAO accept list. Agreed. <coughs> sure. Yes. Agreed. And then. Um, We've recognised that there are additional items, so I can negotiate the additional items. Yeah. Items which mostly fall under environment. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take it. Ball, take it to environment <laughs> for approval. Um, so if there was anything that should come to community, you're happy for the environment to finally agree that on your behalf. Yes. Yeah. All right. So proposed. I'll second that again, yeah. And you all agreed? Yeah. Thank you. Right, Daffodil planting to agree a request by full problem scout for two bags of daffodils at £60 delivery plus VAT to fill the gaps in sections towards Helsby. I'm not against that. Ahead, but is two bags going to be enough? Yeah, we know it's not. Look what they're doing today. Yeah. No. All up there. Yeah, digging up that grass, they've dug up the grass version all the way along yeah. to help. I went, I got out of my car, and the bulbs are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they're not putting them back. Some well, flying on top. The along, yes, they're coming all the way up. That's, the, that's what the, the scouts have requested, just the two bags. But if, what we could agree, if you were to agree the two bags requested, would agree that if they were wanted another, say, four in the future, that you that's pre-agreed that I can just give the go-ahead. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some, some, some. What we're going to do this time, Do we know who is actually digging up the cross verge at the moment, Frank? No. Is it fibre? Isn't it fibre? Yeah. Fibre optics. Mm. Well, could we claim well, Surely they're supposed oh. to put it back as they found, as they found it. it. They're yeah. supposed to reinstate, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I... I I, I did, well, I'm sure we all not sort of, I so mentioned I it to you a, a fair while ago, as I'm sure others voice concern, you know, that... Uh, yeah, so you see if you can get them to, to fork out for it. Yeah. Yeah. But failing that... I think these, these initial two bags are for uh, gaps that were identified this year, mm-hmm. so they're not about replacing the ones that have been... Right. Yeah, but how are they going to find, this is what I'm saying, yeah. I quite agree that and I know that. But how are they going to find the gaps when the whole of the lot's being dug up? 
No, this is what I'm telling you. But they're gonna fill. They're gonna put bulbs in places where there were bulbs. They usually have a rough this plan. Year. They usually yeah. have a rough yeah. plan where they And plant. then they'll do each year. They, they do, do a again. survey mm -hmm. when the bulbs come up. Mm -hmm. So this next year they'll do the survey again. Mm -hmm. And identify more gaps, and then they'll want to come back to us for more bulbs, yeah. basically. Yeah. I, I don't know who the contractors are, but somebody on, on that big of a contract like that, it would make really good business sense yeah. to yeah. finance that planting, get their guys down there with lots of adverts for that, you know, and get it in the press, and you've got yeah. a marvelous PR exercise, haven't oh, you? You absolutely. know, it, it's. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I'm sure. Cheshire know. West. They must know who the contractors are. Mm -hmm. Ask them to ask the contractor to contact me to discuss it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that will be good. Thank you. Right. So, who's proposing we give them the two requested and agreed additional four if needed? Oh yes, yes. we said. Yeah. We're yeah. delighted. So, yeah. LB yeah. P. Yeah. All agreed. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, action plan to review progress against the agreed action plan and do any actions. Half time a year. Half year. Yes. Um, so we're looking at um, our action plan. Um, so we've completed Townfield Lane, Pally area. <laughs> um, the War Memorial, we've appointed the contract, we've agreed the tender and appointed the contractor and we've submitted the application to the War Memorial Trust. Yeah. Um, we haven't agreed the program Jesus. and the time saving yet, because we're waiting to see about the grant. Any yeah. more of those plants? Well, that's the winter green, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, sorry. <laughs> have to share. Oh, here's one. You've got one there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, um, Cheers. But, we're, you know, we are well on with that. Um, then, in terms of the benches, they are in progress. I did send an email to the paint to ask him how he was getting on. Mm -hmm. And I told him that I had good reports back. Yes. To say he's making a good job of it. Yes, probably. Um, Lionel's been round and done a survey, and there seems to be about six to eight that haven't been done yet. Okay. So I've said to him, you know, is the weather still okay to do it, or do you want to defer it till next spring when the weather gets gets going or not? So it's up to him really which way he wants to do it. Um, but that's I had I haven't got official feedback from the decorator, the painter, that he's done that. Um, he does them at weekends, Saturdays and Sundays. Well, they, they, um, planters, I'm trying to arrange a meeting with um, Cheshire West and Chester to, to talk more about that. Mm -hmm. um, now, I don't know um, who wants to be involved in that, because obviously it'll depend on mm -hmm. who wants to be involved when we can have the meeting. Obviously, Cheshire and Chester officers would prefer daytime meetings. Mm. Um, I'm okay with that. Did, did we say we were going to set up a working group, though, from yeah. last time? Yeah. And what did we agree? Grass-cutting verges that we're going to debate. We were going to look at the whole plethora of things. So it's planters, which we've already started the negotiation about, okay. to look at other okay. green issues. Okay. Mm. Well, I'll just feed yeah. into that then. Right. Go into that group. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the Christmas lights, we haven't progressed that any further about um, extending the lights. Yeah. There are no more um, lampposts like candy canes. No. Well, there's one which is by Morrison's actually. Yeah. It's not done. Um, I think that what the main issue there is the trees now. Yeah. 
um, because the trees, the branches are hiding the lights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mostly for the, the Katinami wire ones. Um, so I'm speaking to them, Cheshire West, about the trees along the highway anyway because they were hiding some of our hanging baskets yeah. and they're, always a, they're a bit overgrown so um, I contacted them about that so I'll speak to them about the Christmas lights issue at the same time. I mean, was the leaves all fall on the trees then? <coughs> I think they do need thinning out a bit. Um, so that's the progress in the first six months. Yeah. Mm. The, the, there should be a survey done of the lights now to identify any gaps and they should be then replaced. Oh, well, KDE are on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they usually are. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... Um, I'm looking to do two more trees with lights on. Yeah, but I haven't progressed that. I haven't done any further no. okay. work with that. I just haven't had the time to do that. Which trees were they? Set up the direct debit to allow us to access them. 
easily. Mm. Uh, so that's it is in progress, it's mm. just it takes more time than, than it sounds like it's going to do. Um, so overall the budget looks like it's going to be underspent, but most of that underspent is actually to do with the war memorial. Because if you, the budget that we put in at the beginning of the year was 40,000 because we thought we might do more work on that. But we agreed some while ago that we wouldn't actually start the work on it until next May. Yeah. Yeah. So can we earmark that money? Yeah, well that's what I would recommend yeah. that you do, is mm. to earmark the money that's left on that budget yeah. for next year. For, not just for the memorial, for the memorial field. So that it can be spent on other things on the field. Well, no, we will need it for the restoration of the memorial and the gates. Right. Yeah. 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 So we, we, I don't. Uh, what, what happens if, if you know, I mean, something goes drastically wrong somewhere? We need funds to. We have to dip into reserve, don't we? Yeah, we've got. There's thirty thousand in earmarked already for the memorial refurbishment right, okay. um, because that was just in case we didn't get the War Memorial Trust yeah. money but then we said we'd try and do the gates and the railings at the same time which yeah. is about 30k mm -hmm. um, so altogether it's 107,000 right. that it's projected to, that's going to cost mm -hmm. so we need to have really the, to put in as much as we can um, of the 40k that we've budgeted for into the earmarked reserves adding to the 30 that's already there right uh, now we've had professional fees out of that mm -hmm. so the 5785 pounds is professional fees for the advisor that we've had yeah um, so the balance could go into earmarked reserves this the 30,000 yeah, yeah 34,240 yeah um, so that that would add to the 30,000 that's earmarked yeah, yeah. and then next year we'd have to budget for the balance. Yeah. Okay. Well, all, if all the, all the committees underspend, will that go towards potentially this as well? Each, each committee will have to look at their spend against their budgets yeah, yeah. and decide whether they want to earmark any of that for for other things, okay. but I don't think that other committees could earmark their underspend to spend on our memorial. But that would be up to each committee, I suppose, to, to consider. Mm. And part of budget setting would be to look at what reserves we have. We're not normally carry, allowed money to carry forward. Um, we reinstated the earmarked reserves. We've not, that got taken away under the previous council. They mm. didn't have them. Um, which is, we lost the cemetery money, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so we've started to rebuild those monies. Um, but where we've got a, a distinct budget line, which was for something very specific, yeah. and there's an underspend on it, I think it's reasonable to ask that we put that underspend into earmarked reserves for next year. Okay. So that it's not free, it doesn't become free reserve then. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's really just to note that where we're up yeah. to because it's not quite the half year this is just the end of August. Yeah. 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 Um, so item fifty six the action plan and budget planning. 
and to agree to hold an extraordinary meeting to discuss action plans and budget requirements for 2019-20. Is that necessary to do? Yeah, because our next meeting of the community won't be until after we need to really bottom out what our budgets are going to be. Right. Because we've got October, our next meeting of communities in December, December. Yeah. and we need to have got our act together for eh? what budget we require <coughs> for the, for the um, full council meeting in November, end of November, okay. really. Although we may have to have an extraordinary, we've, we've got our proper budget setting meeting in January, but we usually like to have it all quite sorted yeah, out. We don't have an extra one, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so, well, could we do, could we do, you want it done before we've got the November council meeting? Yeah, so that's, that's the, the last. 26th, is that? It's full the last council? Monday, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's so it. So could we do it the second, what we're on the second Tuesday, aren't we, of November? So that's the 13th, then? Are we talking about having the AGM on the 13th, Tuesday the 13th of yeah, November? That yeah, that Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's good. okay, yeah. yeah. Environment's on the sick. Yeah, so that would be thirteenth um, of November. We've got event committee. Oh, so what about the Monday? Um, when? When's the event? Thirteenth of November. Monday be the twelfth. Yeah. Would the twelfth be okay? So maybe is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Twelfth. Yeah. That's okay with everybody else. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's the twelfth at seven. Yeah. Okay. And the main, the main item will be budget setting. Yeah. Community well, annual. The, the action plan and budget. Yeah. For nineteen twenty. Yeah. I think the more we've got a clear vision of what we want to do as a committee, mm -hmm. the stronger our argument is to pull count for the budget that we're asking for. Yeah. Sure. Okay. We can make the biggest bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I put bloody spectators. I was saying, if, if we put all this work in and agree a budget, that is what we should stick no. to. Yeah. Then. Yeah. And then there's no nasty surprises. But. Right, so item 57 play areas. So, part lane play area to note that the adult gym equipment has been installed. Very nice, it looks too. We've got I'm, some. I'm not quite happy with the little piece, so I've got a meeting with him on okay. Friday. Pat's been dealing with it, and I think Lorraine's had a bit of. Yeah, it's obviously some, not been. All, yeah. all the equipment's where it should be, but not it wasn't actually right. facing the right direction. <laughs> so, but I think the contract, I, I mean, I don't want to steal your. No, deal, no, no. Um, yeah. I, I think the contractors agreed they've made a boo boo, okay. and I think they've agreed to yeah. turn it around at their yeah. cost. But, with respect, we asked Hazel not to yeah. clear any pain. Yeah, that's right, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah. I know Mac, but I mean, because yeah. of what was going on. No, that's on, fine, that's fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's not to pay anything, because otherwise there's no incentive for them to resolve it. No, no, no.
And they don't empty it. They don't empty it. Never have done. No. Yeah. So I have um, checked, looked at bin prices, and for a, a straightforward bin, it's called, there's two sorts, a stipple or a Westminster. Mm -hmm. um, they're about £153.50 for the stipple or £157.50 for the Westminster. Mm -hmm. What does it the ones with tops on. Yeah, the, both of them yeah. have got tops on. Because yeah. the problem is these haven't got tops on the, the one that we've got. Mm. And it's broken anyway. Um, but they have these really fun ones that look like penguins. Yes. Which I haven't seen in... Mm. Yes, yeah. they're really cool. And they speak to you. Do they? When you put rubbish in them. But they are 346 pounds, uh, 43 uh, each. Uh, then keep talking, you've got, I know. you've got just to zoom. Now, I would say that we definitely need the bin up at Top Road because it's a health and safety issue. Yeah. We need a bin at Park Lane. Yeah. We yeah. also need a bin on the community orchard opposite the police station. Right. Because at the moment, a resident has put a redundant green wheelie bin there, um, which people are using for rubbish, but of course the bin men won't empty it because no. it's not green waste. But they'll take them away, the green bins, if you found them, won't they? Yeah, but it's somebody yeah. moved it there to be helpful to stop the oh, litter, right. and people have used it to put their litter in, but now... Yeah, it was there from the children's community garden, and it was yes. taken away. Oh well, it's, anyway, it's being used, and it's full of litter, and Lionel's going to have to empty it because the dustbin men won't take it, so I think we should order a a proper bin to right. go there and then there was another one well to be honest shouldn't, isn't that here. a cheshire west thing because it really just needs to be a you know a street bin why, why should we provide a bin when for passers by to it's for a street bin isn't it really you're quite right yeah. Yeah. so i'll try and get a bin for there then mm -hmm. so i'm not going to get me penguin for there either no <laughs> So, a no, bin for Tom Crowe. You'll be Park crying Park a lot. Park <laughs> 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 I had another one somewhere. I was, I was thinking of somewhere else, and I wrote oh, to know about it. I can't find it. Oh, it might have been Townville Lane. They got a bin. I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. I thought they had one against the sea, but. I'm not know. sure whether there's one on them. You know, where oh, the, the dog bin is on the field. Um, so that would... The other thing that we maybe need to think about at Park Lane as well is signage. Um, yeah. Some of the signs now are redundant because they actually say that nobody's allowed to go on there over the age of 12. 12. Right. <laughs> we so we need some very young adults. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> me, me, four, me four bins were Top Road, Park Lane, Townfield Lane and Ship Street Community Orchard. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I think the community orchard now. We'll get that one. We'll try and get one from Cheshire West. Yeah, I think we yes. should uh, try, and, try and get Cheshire West to yeah. up for that one. Okay. Um, those penguin ones are very nice and that, I but I think that the, they, they really need to be somewhere where there's people the all the time because they're, they're inviting mischief. Yeah. Look at race, won't yeah. Um, the, the, the other ones at 150 odd pound are they self-extinguishing ones? Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 
these amber old ones, yeah. they all seem to say they're all self extinguishing. I think we should go for them. Though. That yeah. one phase, you're going in Morrison's done it sometimes. Mm. So you're happy to go for three then? Yes. Yes. For the three play areas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Got to have them. One, five, three, fifty. Yeah. So who's proposing it? I'll propose yes. it. Oh, sorry, uh, Frank. I'll second yeah. it then. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Whatever, which way? Yes, we've got to have them. And then item 57.2 to discuss repainting the equipment and agree actions. This yeah. is at top Yeah, this is yeah. at top road. It's looking pretty yeah. grotty. Yeah. Uh, Lionel said he's happy to rub it down and paint it if you're happy for him to, to do that. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. if he wants yeah. to do it, yeah, but as long as he's not neglecting the other work, he's got a lot of work, you know. I know. You don't want too much. I'd rather uh, you speak to this painter who's doing the seats. Right. That's well, my that's view. Mm. You can pile too much on that young lad. True, I think, but I mean, I think, we're getting to winter now, so he's, yeah, so if his work is mm. reducing, isn't it? I think well, he's, he's, working, he's, he's working this weekend on the seats, Saturday and Sunday. No, we're talking about the estate manager, that he will have more capacity because he won't be having to do as much grass cutting and what have you. I don't know, there's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> is that so, I'll, get a, I'll get a prize anyway, it's not urgent, so I'll bring a prize back to the... Yeah. But Top Road's coming very cheap, hasn't it, really? Yes, it's it almost does. forgotten at some yeah, it point, is. Yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think the only expense we had there was those market pegs, wasn't it? That's right. Stating mm -hmm. where yeah. our boundary yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. um, item 58, Remembrance Day wreaths. To agree to purchase wreaths to be laid by the Mayor and Junior Mayors at the Remembrance Services on the 11th of November at a uh, cost of £84, plus a donation to be agreed. Yeah. This yes. is what we normally do. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to propose that we do that. Yeah. I propose that we do we've done it for over forty years and that's two hundred and fifty pounds. I propose that. Uh, uh, it's the man what about the service on the hill and the service at St Lawrence? Are we laying wreaths at both so we do normally. Yes, they're all well, both on the same day though this yeah. time. Yeah, the church is at the service is at 9.45 and then uh, so they'll be laying wreaths there and then the, the, I'll put the centaph at 11. Yeah, but I think do we need two lots of wreaths? Yes, we always have two lots, yeah. Right. Mm. So I'll do yes. the usual order that we normally do. Yeah. Um, I'm ordering for Andrew and Lynn and they refund us for that. Yeah. So it'll be obviously yeah, slightly yeah. more than what you're yeah. agreeing mm. for the Town Council. And then the donation is on top of the cost of the wreaths. Yes. So uh, FP has... Yeah. So £250. Is that what we normally do, Frank? Yes. Is it? So, yeah. Last year we did, if you can look in the record, the year yeah. before that. Each. No. The no, 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 that's the oh. total cost. Right, so is that the outside? I thought you meant yeah. they were £84 each. No. The four, we get four of one style and two poses for the junior mares. Yeah. That's right. Um, and that comes to eighty four pounds. Yeah. And whatever it costs us for Cheshire Wests, we get back that. We get back, yeah. 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 Alright. Yeah. So who's seconding that? I'll second that if Frank's proposing it. Yeah. Okay. Everybody agreed? Yeah. 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 Oh. <coughs> Fifty nine World War One notice board to discuss the World War One commemoration working group request for FTC to apply for district building consent from Quack for the installation of the notice board for March two thousand and nineteen and agree any actions 
This is for their yeah, extra um, one, which has got the extra names on it. Mm. The freestanding one that's going to go by the hedge, which we agreed that we would include it in the refurbishment. Yeah. Their issue is that they've got a fixed price up to a certain time. They've managed to get an extension till the end of March, but they want to go ahead to get the um, permission so that they know they will be able to put it up if they do order it. But if um, we apply for listed building status, I and mean, my feeling in town is that I still think that if you're going to do that, it should be done properly and it should be done in stone so it lasts a long time, not on a plastic nail. Yeah, I don't want I, I really don't think board, we should apply really. for listed buildings. I think so, we're pushing into it. If you want to do that with a plastic notice board, you're stuck with it forever then, aren't you? Yes. Quite. That's a good quite point. agree with you, Chair. Yes, and, I, and I do think that you know, okay, I think it's a wonderful idea, and I agree that they're pressed for time, and they have to. It has to be done because of you know the, the time scale that, that we've got. But I've think, spoken to. Do, that, really, do, we, do we know how much job. extra they're going to be charged if they miss the March deadline? We don't, and there's no guarantee they will be charged anything. But we've already got the listed building consent to do the work on the cenotaph. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. We need to apply to have the work done on the gates and the railings yeah. and to put the sign up to commemorate the people who were killed in the bombing, mm. um, which needs to be done at some point. Yeah. Um, and we were going to add this notice board into that because we have to apply for it because yeah. it's in the environment of a listed Right. Mm. So not could, because that, that land's listed. Um, it's because it's near right, to the cenotaph. Right. So I've probably been told this, but where exactly is it going in relation to the cenotaph? When you're looking Close at the it. cenotaph, yeah. with your back to the path, and then there's the disabled path off to the left. Right. There's like a bush, bushy, hedgy bit, and mm. they want it to go just there. Right. But not up against the hedge, they want it away from the right. hedge. So you can stand, it's like a lectern style, right. so, so that you can look at the thing yeah, and look at yeah, the senator. Yeah. So, so it's going to be, it's Macrolon is the product that they'll like use that, in yeah. it. So it's, you can hit it with a hammer yeah. and it'll bounce off, but you can, you can melt it and you can drill holes in it. The only problem with Macrolon is after about two or three years, it doesn't react well to ultraviolet light when it's at an angle. If it's vertical, it's yeah. not so bad, but if it's at an angle, it will go as if it's a frosty morning, it'll go mm -hmm. misted. misted. Yeah. It, it, so. I think the issue is that they have brought it to us a few times and mm. we've sort of agreed it, yeah, really, yeah. that they can have the sign. Because yeah. we had a side visit as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I think we're probably past the stage where we can influence what type mm. of installation they have. Um, but I've spoken to our advisor and he, he's happy to put in for the extension to the mm. listed building centre. Oh, I would hate to, you know, go, go yeah. for this and then in two or three years time it's it's all gone faded yeah. and, you know. It, are, would we be tied if it goes in as listed building consent? That we have to live with that forevermore? Yes. Or will we, we be do. able to remove it or replace it? Or well, you could apply for permission to replace it because yeah. it's not, it wouldn't be listed, it's just in the environment of a yeah. listed property. It, I, I know it would cost more money, but it would be nice if it was in keeping with the, sl yeah. the slate or whatever they are, those plaques on the, on the main yeah. cenotaph, wouldn't it? it would so I suggested that, you know, when we get the money together to put this pathway in, um, we could 
then open the pathway out into make like an esplanade thing mm. to hold services on. I wanted to do edging bricks around the top bit, 21 on each side oh, with, with the, the name, a name on each one. Yeah. And you could get sponsors to yeah. do those yeah, bricks. Yeah, that's a nice and idea. And th those bricks would be, I think, nicer than a yeah. plastic or whatever. Yeah. Lectin. That's a good idea. Mm. But, I mean, that hasn't gone to council yet. Mm. Uh, we've not got anywhere with the path yet. Well, the other, the other thing is, if, if you wanted to discuss with them at that time when we were going to put in the path, putting in something more permanent like mm. that, there would be the option to put the lectern somewhere mm. else, mm. wouldn't there? Yeah, I, 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 I don't want, personally, to be seen as a... I'm being awkward or anything like that. I mean, it, it, it's lovely to have something, but yeah. mm. it's a pity that we couldn't have had something a bit yeah. more permanent. But mm. yeah. as you say, I think we've passed the point of no return now and we should support it. I yeah, think. Mm. but I think it's about the timing, mm. the timing issue now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and our advisors can progress that at any point. Mm. Um, we're hoping to go ahead with everything for the work to go in May, so as long as it's applied for between now and May, there isn't a problem. So if you are happy for me to ask the advisor to go ahead and do that piece of work now, you can do that. Are we, oh, do we have to include the, the path in that listed building consent? If we want to put a, a path in? Yeah. yeah, but it only lasts for so long, so right. I see where you're coming from, but there is no point putting it in just at the moment. Mm. So we need to just go with what we've got. So it's the the adding in the gates and the railings oh. at the front. Because I did say, would that need to be a separate application because it's a separate listing? But I'm told, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so the plaque to go on the fence, which is around the people who were killed in the um, bombing, bombing yeah. and also the putting of this lectern board near to the war memorial. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask a question, please? We, we, you know, the just slightly veering off that, but still to do with the cenotaph site. The um, soldier silhouette. Yeah. Unfortunately, apologies, I couldn't make the meetings due to other other things. Has that been decided now? No, we still haven't done it. The meeting still got to go. I ahead. think you were going to pick the soldier up. And take yeah, them yeah, and yeah. We could um, add it to the agenda for the EGM. Yes. Yeah. Well, we did oh, speak that a bit late. No, Alan and Fran and myself, and I'm not sure somebody else, but said we'd go up to the memorial. I think Judith as well, you were going to come, yeah. weren't you? All right. And, and, see, and we've planned it for a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and, and then, well, was it a Saturday or a Sunday? Sunday I can't remember. Sunday I got, afternoon. Yeah, I had a family event on and I couldn't do it. Um, I'm working this Saturday, unfortunately. What about Sunday? Sunday. It'd have to be early. Would you mind if it was like that? I'm, I'm working early. All right. Or late. Yes, late's fine. Um, yeah, that's the only day I could do, really. What sort of... How, how late's late on? Well, the, the, the light's fading now, isn't it? So. Half past four? Half past four, yeah. That Is that alright for you, Judith? That's this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So shall I let Fran know? Yeah. 4.30, yeah. 
Okay. So are you, are you all right to collect the soldier? Um, Is that possible? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Item 60, memorial plaques to note that two ex-councillors have recently died and to yeah. agree to purchase memorial plaques um, at £75 plus VAT and which benches to happen to? Yeah, um, I eventually uh, shop um, asked for glad to put it on the agenda and um, it's for, um, it was for um, former councillor and that's John Neal and that's, uh, there is seat with no um, Outside the tin church with no plaques on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other is for Mr. Clark in Ship Street, and it, oh, there's a seat in Ship Street there. Where? On the corner where you go into Ace Crescent. It's already you... got a plaque on it, Frank. Yes, well, we've got, we've got, um, we've got three or four on the others. Yeah, you can have, oh, you can have more than one on the bench. <coughs> right, yeah. yes. Yeah. Are you happy for me to order them? Yeah. And that's what I'm yeah, proposing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Thank you. And the other little thing, Alan, just to <coughs> you, Chair, is uh, I've asked for um, for Mr. John Neal, um, former councillor, for a tree to be put with his sisters and, and that up at the memorial. You know, it's on the right hand side round next to... You'll have to go to environment that, I think. Environment, that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Yeah. Okay, um, item 61, winter gritting scheme, to discuss the future of the scheme and agree actions. Um, we've been quite lucky in the last few winters that we haven't had much need for winter gritting. No. But uh, given the summer we've had, we might be in for a several one this year. Winter. It is forecast, isn't it, to be I think the problem with the scheme is it wasn't such a documented on the website or anything, nobody could find anything about it. It's amazing how many people are not aware of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it is that it there? Yeah. I don't know whether we re need to relaunch it. Well I think that's what what um if we're if we're gonna continue with the scheme, uh we need to find out from Cheshire West and Chester where they grit, because the idea was always to just grit in places they didn't. Yeah. And to review the guidelines for the scheme, uh, to carry out recruitment campaigns, especially in the streets that are not gritted, and replenish the stock of grit. Okay. So there, should what, be a list of there is a list, yeah. but there's often like two or three people in one street. Mm. So it's about targeting the streets where we need to grit to <coughs> a champion in that street. Um, and then the cost of the grit, um, in terms of, uh, it's £4.50 per 20 kilogram bag, so it's not cheap, mm -hmm. um, and it depends how many you plan to give out and to how many properties. So, say for example you were going to give four bags out to 20 properties, it would be £360. Is that right? You've got that much in the budget for this? No, that's what I've just put in as what we might spend. Oh, I see. So, I've just forecast that. That's not a forecast. I know. I haven't done it. We ordered a new lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's quite ex I mean, it's it's a very valid idea. This, but it's a monster that's hard to control yeah. because there's so many maybes and grey areas. I mean, myself and my wife went in for this in a big way up until about four years ago, and we literally, you know, gritted the whole of Park Lane. Yeah. You know, um, partly because a lot of people weren't aware of it and that. Um, the other thing as well, if we're asking people to grip for us, what happens if they hurt themselves? Where do we stand? I know that sounds like I'm being a real killjoy, but I wonder, with respect, whether this was thought, thought through fully, say that ten times, Pat. Um, but, you know, if, if I, you're asking people to go out there in, in really adverse conditions, and if somebody was to fall over and break their leg, where do we stand? I know that sounds as though I'm being a real killjoy, but in this day and age, you've got to consider. I think what what the insurance company would say is if there was a if it was any uh, where they could prove negligence, i.e., we haven't given them proper training, we haven't provided them with proper equipment, mm. then they would have a claim under our public liability insurance. Right. If They've been given all that and they still had a personal injury, then we have a personal injury insurance for a regulated right. scheme. Because I know when, with respect, we had four bags delivered by a local contractor and that was it. I don't think we ever got any instructions. We used our own spades, yeah. our own barrow, yeah. everything like that, you know. As I say, I'm, I seem as though I'm being a real killjoy here and I'm not. But <coughs> Mally had it first, but Mally couldn't manage it as his health deteriorated. Yeah. So I took it on, but I never actually used it because no. where I'm, it was easy enough just to do the pavements. I think everything stores has got one. Yeah. And yeah, I, I then passed it on to, um, is it Les Blake? Yeah. Down mm. yeah. Uh, in the bungalows, the old folks' bungalows. So he's got it now. And right. um, yeah, I think. I think they should. I think the quack counselors might provide them. I don't know where the others are. If we if we were going to offer that, we'd have to offer one to each volunteer, wouldn't we? Well, uh, and that would add to the cost of the. Yeah, see no, I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning now. They want someone for nothing, don't they? Either that's an icy road. Sorry, it's that either that's an icy road, isn't it? I used to do down National Drive and Medical, but I don't do it no more. Yeah. Yeah. So this is about so people can get out of their houses. Mm. And, and I, I do the strip pavement from. Yeah. You, had, you had a yellow one, didn't you? Yeah, from the bus stop. I do the bus stop. Mm. Because I think the, the, the reason that I put on about reviewing the guidelines is because I'm not sure that everybody that had deliveries of grit reached the street and not their own drives. Well, again, that's, you, you, you know, uh, you, you can't control no, that. That's can the you, same though. with all the big grip bins that yeah. Cheshire West put out around. Uh, they do, and they, and they, they fill them every, every, yeah. uh, every year. Yeah. I have no trouble at Ashton Drive, yeah. or, or that one I got for uh, down Marsh Lane. No, you I come think. along and top it up, yeah. I have no trouble. I can be 
quite, well, you know, really... Well, the man who got to row a shot by you, <laughs> that's well used, isn't yeah. it? really controversial to yeah. say, are we just, is it just another example of, uh, you know, doing what, what we should be getting done for our rates? Yeah. Well, the, the, the problem is that the, the roads are only really done, that Cheshire West have their sort of primary routes that they do. Yeah, well, I mean, Park Lane, for <coughs> instance, doesn't get gritted, but Fountain Lane, just uh, Queensway, yeah. uh, uh, sorry, Princeway yeah, does, sure because they centre. used to be the high school, yeah, so yeah, the school yeah. buses and the children, yeah, yeah. rightly, and now it's the medical centre, but Park Lane, yeah. you know, it's a, quite yeah. a steep hill, right. doesn't doesn't get gritted, or very yeah. rarely gets gritted. Because they're gritting roads, don't they? Mm. Yeah. Aren't they? I, I think, especially yeah. as we are due to have a really bad winter, we probably should do it mm. again this year, but as Hazel says, have really clear guidelines. I think, well, somebody's going to have to coordinate and run the scheme if we're going to do it. Um, and, you know, we can do a recruitment campaign on Facebook and, and on all, all of our web things. Um, but we had hours delivering them, didn't we? Yeah, well, that, that if we organise... Because we If don't... we have a full delivery, <coughs> it's £70 per delivery. So... Um, what about all the all the spare bags up the burial ground? Oops, they're on. They're nearly all gone, Frank. Are they? Yeah, there's there's, there's no great left at Gleaves's and there's. Oh there's no, some, but there's some up there, yeah. But it, probably we we don't use that up for the scheme. We could just use that actually on the car park at the cemetery. Mm. So, this delivery cost of seventy pounds. Yeah. That's just to deliver the whole load to one location. No, that's that's to do a drop off. You oh, I was going to say because yeah, they we, drop them off. we 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 did get yeah. bags just dropped up on the yeah. drive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, could I make a suggestion that we're pretty much out of time? Could we add yeah, this to an extra, an extra item onto the EGM? Do we have, currently have any guidelines, Hazel? I'm not sure that we do. We'll I'll have a look and see. Yeah. We couldn't actually find any yeah. other than the initial concept what the initial concept was and what I can do is bring up a list of people who um, I'll anonymise it slightly yeah. Um, yeah. or the addresses where we used to drop off to because yeah. each time we went to people and said do you need any more bags and um, more often than not they said oh no I've got plenty or yeah. especially last year with it being so high mm. Mm. Um, but we can we'll do some more work and, and revisit this Mm. Well, I know we had we, we had quite a few people on our road that said, "Oh, we'd have come on board if we'd have known about it." You know, so yeah. I think that's half the battle, isn't it? I think probably the thing to do is just to know that. come sort of May next year when we've got a new council, have this on the agenda as a review mm. and a decision on whether we take it forward. I mm. think it's better that way. Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and then, might have different councils, <laughs> <laughs> Item 62, which is to note the cost of the removal and storage of the baskets and winter planting of the planters at St. Thomas Drive, Ship Street yeah. and Ashton Drive. And then item 63 is clerk's updates. Uh, just to say that I've organ uh, commissioned the contractor to fill some holes that are, that are developed in the mesh, you know, the I'm yeah. not going to call it wet pour because it's that it's the other bit on the mm. new part. So they're filling the holes with wet pour, but it's that black mesh 
mulch stuff that's yeah. developed yeah. mulls, yeah. and that's at eighty pounds. So I thought it was how yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's, it's like like a black rubber mesh, oh, yeah. rubber mulch yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was going to give you a quick update on the over seventies, but I'll do a better update at the EG at the EGM. Okay. So the next meeting will be the EGM, which is the 12th of November at 7 p.m. And the next actual meeting will be the 11th of December at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. Is that okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.